0: Don't ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> Well said. All right, my friends. It's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. And then dive into your questions around dating as much as fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships, that's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken directly from the YouTube live streams, which are currently going down each week, Monday mornings, 10 a.m. Australian Central Time. I'd love to have you in the live sesh. These days, they've turned into these full-on classes. You know, we call them podcasts, but they're really classes in which that I throw questions back and forward with the live viewers and we get the personal context of each person in there and everyone just seems to grow a lot more nowadays because of it, I love it. Uh, Anything on the world of human interactions, what we cover, it could be dating, relationships, social dynamics, family relationships, business relationships, things going down in high school, uni, anything that touches the world of these human beings, we seem to touch in Social Q&A. So head over to The Bowl YouTube channel and I'll catch you guys currently on Monday mornings. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip each week, just a free email right in your inbox, updating you on what went down on Social q Live this week, the recap, what other videos went out, what other awesome things are going on in the world, what other additions to the resources of wisdom in terms of books, films, docos, anime, quotes, music, all the things that get added to the resource of wisdom, I update you through this email. So you never miss out on any of that. And also, it's just a way of me staying connected with you guys in between our live sessions together. So go ahead if you are interested. Every Friday, I send it out. It's free. Boldojo.com. Sign it up. By the way, if you feel like you have not received your email on the Friday, just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your junk spam folder if you're using anything else because hey, it's likely in there even when i receive my own email it still gets every day to get put in promotions now for those of you who are looking to dive into some deeper educational content and level up your performance in this life where you can pick up the guided meditation eternal energy over on boldojo.com featuring five tracks that will help you to dive deeper into who you are and evolve beyond older reviews have said that it's something that they constantly come back to that it's something that they will work through and that it's more of a course than an actual guided meditation. Many have also said, Adam, why are you not charging what it's worth? Many have said, I was willing to pay $100 for this and it's because I wanted to make it as accessible as possible. So that, it's there if you are the type of person who is aware and conscious enough to want to look at yourself for all that you are and improve. So guided meditation, eternal energy get you some also send me a review once you're done as well i'd love to hear your feedback now moving up from there if you would like to dive into one-on-one coaching in which that we destroy your limiting beliefs and construct real action plans to help you perform in your life whether it be purpose physical mental or social development anything that touches the temple even if you want to go up to the inner garden and dive into real ideas of your existence we can go there as well i often do however it's completely customizable to you we have one-off sessions. You can go to bulldozer.com, book a once-off of 30, 45, or 60 mins, just to test the waters, and that'll give you a vibe for it. However, if, and what I do recommend, if you're serious about your development, you can dive into the bowl coaching memberships, in which there are three different tiers, silver, gold, and diamond, which offer different levels of benefits that once-offs definitely do not get, such as priority messaging. If you wish to have access to my private WhatsApp number and get a response from me within 24 hours outside of Australian weekends, you're gonna have to be on a membership for that. And that's something that my clients benefit from tremendously and use tremendously. Also, if you wanna step up another level of membership and wanna get priority bookings, for those of you who don't live in Australia and struggle to get your time slot in, maybe you're two, three weeks out on the waiting list, well then priority bookings are there to ensure that you get your time preferred slot and that you get booked in over lower tier memberships and once offs. Now I'll be here all day if I have to describe every benefit of every tier. So if you are interested, just go to boldoge.com. In the products menu, you can find Bold Coaching Memberships and you can dive in yourself. If you have any questions, just slide me an email. There are contact email forms on pretty much every page of the website and we can work it out from there. If you are truly committed to developing yourself. Moving forward, if you would like to directly support this podcast, you can do so in two ways, either by going to boldojo.com directly. In the Boldojo podcast menu on the homepage, there is a direct donate link that goes straight through the website, if you want to use your credit card, for example. However, if you would like to go through PayPal, because that's your uh, that's your shit, <laughs> sure, fine. Doesn't bother me. PayPal as well. PayPal.me forward slash A-D-A-M. O-O-I, my full name, Adam Uy. You can donate through PayPal directly as well. Either way, whatever you guys do, donate to help support the show. Uh, I know a lot of you like to donate live in the live social Q&As. That's also most appreciated. However you want to do it, it just, it all goes to supporting this this awesome thing we've got going on between you and I. So I thank you for anything that you have donated or will donate in the future. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you very much. Now of all that being said, Let's finally dive into Social Q&A Live. Yes, sir. Let's go. It's <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to Social Q&A Live episode 68. Rock a jihachibat, a full guide to sexual appetite. Today is going to be an extremely sexually explicit session. I know I say that almost every session, but today, today even more so than usual because I probably should say kids should not be in here right now. You can bring your mom if you want, have <laughs> a should not here for this session, uh, so if you're a parent listening to this, you're going to have a good time for sure. Today, we're going to dive into what it means to express your sexual energy, express your sexual energy, and find the best partner for that. We're going to look at a scale, a spectrum of sexual appetite from plain, curious, filthy, also known as vanilla, strawberry shortcake, and roasted macadamia for those who are originals of this podcast. We'll get into that later on. I've got more of a seminar planned for today, kind of similar to last week. However, last week was supposed to be fun. Last week was supposed to be easy. It was the complete opposite. It was extremely difficult. It was a shit fight of a session uh, just because people struggled. People struggled and that's what it is. I had I had fun, but a lot, a lot of people really struggled through it. Today is probably going to be more fun. Uh, we really want to dive into some examples uh, of what it means, particularly if you're a guy. Actually, maybe not particularly, but if you are a guy. And you're with a woman who maybe doesn't act as she appears, or maybe vice versa. And if you're a woman listening to this, you're with a guy who's giving you signals of certain levels of sexual appetite. Maybe his energy says this, but he acts that way. That helicopter, hey got shots about it. Special, special forces have arrived. Special forces have arrived today. They've come to collect. I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, a lot of class questions coming in today. I want you guys to be piped up in the chat. If you are joining this live session right now, go ahead and drop a thumbs up on the video down below. Help support what's going on, get it sent out to the rest of the channel. And yeah, say hi in the chat box. If you're new to Social QA Live, this is a time where you guys can bring any questions you have on social dynamics, dating, relationships, anything in the world of human interaction. We will get it here. Uh, Not yet, though. We always have a featured context or story. Today's a featured topic. Today's a featured topic for sure. Because I realized in last week the foundational concept of push-pull, people struggled so hard with it. This is another foundational concept of social dynamics to understand your sexual energy, how to grow and develop that as you move on throughout life, and to select for the best partner for it. It doesn't seem foundational at first glance because people... If you're just coming into the world of social dynamics, you're just concerned with just going out and meeting people, just going out into the club, just going out into the day and learning what it means to convey direct, congruent, authentic vibes to an attractive woman, attractive person, and to stay strong and to walk that path and to go through all the inadequacies of rejection and the deep, cold blade of your of what you can't provide someone, what you can't provide someone. That is what most people are concerned with when they first enter the journey, yet they don't think about the long play. And I guess uh, most of my content, I, I always get excited. I always get excited when we get to do long play content, stuff that takes you deeper. When some of you who are actually going out on dates, you're actually getting into casual open and free relationships to begin with. Maybe you are looking at settling down into a closed and locked monogamous relationship. This is going to be really important to understand your sexual appetite We don't always have to make content for the virgins. (laughs) We don't always have to make content for people who are sexually inexperienced. I know a lot of you uh, actually are making great deals, great deals of ways on your journeys and you're going to be getting to sexual experiences and this is going to be very key. It's something I definitely needed to know at 18 years old. And also the permission, the permission with expressing your sexual energy if you are filthy, if you are curious and maybe if you are just a plane, if you're just that vanilla plane and you're not quite sure if it's okay to step up into the filthy land of sexual expression. We're going to get all this today. So, my friends, say hi in the chat. I'm going to address some of you who are here early. Fucking zoom this in. And also, if some of you could please uh, just give me a sound. Normally, Ben Highland's in here early. gives me a sound and video check. If some of you could tell me if the sound is uh, sound and video is looking crisp, that would be most appreciated. Okay, here we go. So, first person up in this chat is Jay Nu coming in saying, ready to crush it and get crushed today. You minnusan. Yoroshiku. Yokozo as well, Jay, Good to have you here. Brandon Cam's up in here saying, what's going on, guys? Sounds like we're in for a good session today. Yes, you are, Brandon. Yes, you are. Good to have you here as well, uh, Mr. Bcam. And we've also got Will. Will Lowe is up in here saying, hey, first time watching one of these lives. I'm pumped. Good to have you Will. Good to have you So, yes, last thing I'll mention here just for context, if you are new to especially since we have got someone who's new to Social Q&A Live, this is not a time just to be yanking your sack or to be uh, thumbs in the air. I want you guys to be locked in, engaged. This is more of a class than anything else. I've got a lot of questions. And in as has been typical for the last three weeks, I've just every Sunday started doing notes for all of these sessions, more so to see how much more I could challenge you and see what more questions I could give you guys to help you understand your sexual appetite, to help you understand your sexual expression and your energy. So we got a format. we got a format today. So anyways, what I was saying there is that be ready to engage. I'm going to hit you guys with questions. The reward system, 100,000 zenny. If you give me an answer that is on point, that is original, that is top tier, top class, I'll give you the 100,000 zenny. And yeah, but do your best. Do your best to stay engaged and we're going to have time today on a full guide to sexual appetite. Let's do it. Okay. So as always in social Q and A, we always start with a couple of easy questions, a couple of up questions. Here's the first question for you guys. I mean, if you weren't here from the beginning, ha- how about this? Before I do, let me just give you guys a, a little bit more of a poignant intro. If you weren't here from the beginning, why are we even discussing sexual appetite today? What well, this comes from is an experience I had recently in which that you got one girl who's an absolute angel. One girl is an absolute angel. She's the kind of girl that you want to raise your children. She's the kind of girl that you would be happy leaving your children with when you go out to war. When the invading hordes are on your doors and you've got to leave everyone behind and you've got to strap up that shield and you've got to get that blade out. That's the kind of woman you want raising your children. I got one of these girls that I'm interacting with at the moment and she's just such a sweetheart, such a sweetheart. Versus a different girl who is the complete opposite, who is just an absolute animal, just filthy, just feel, absolutely filthy animal sexually in a good way. But her energy and, and her life scape, which are all things we're going to get to, and we're going to question you guys on what it means for these life scapes and what it means for her energy, and we're going to, we're going to, you're going to get very gritty with this, very sexually explicit. Anyways, I'm holding that for now. Anyways, she's very – but she's not the type of girl that I want raising my children. But she's definitely the type of girl that I want to fuck fuck like an animal. And she wants to fuck me like an animal and that's what it is. And it's just very raw and animalistic. There's not much of emotional connection. It's purely uh, it's purely savage time is what I'm saying. It's savagery with this other girl. And that's why I want to discuss sexual appetite today. Because while one can provide what the other can't and vice versa, that can really fuck with someone. That can fuck with you on your journey. And selecting a partner in life. And when we get to these ideas of selecting one partner, selecting multiple partners for how long, time, life scape, what can they provide, what do you need? That's why we're discussing sexual appetite today because it's just perfect as something that's happening in my life right now. that actually I've been experimenting with and seeing uh, for s- several years, many years actually. Especially as you start to express your own sexual energy and you start to slide on the scale, the spectrum from the plain vanilla to the fucking roasted macadabia, the absolutely filthy levels of sexual expression. You start to question, which do, what do I want in a woman? What do I want in a partner? So that's what we're discussing it today. Now, let me hit you guys with some warm-up questions. Class question number one on Social Q&A Live here today, sexual appetite. What signals someone's sexual appetite? Very easy question to begin with. We start off a couple warm ups. I want today to be really fun. I want today to not be a complete dismantling of your psychological uh, structure. First question, what signals someone's sexual appetite? E.G. or I.E., how would you know? How does someone let you know what their sexual appetite is? There's one, you can interpret this question in many different ways. There's one core element I'm looking for. It can be said in many different ways. But if you think about it, when you're out on a first date, particularly first time going on a first date, whether it's from cold approach, whether it's from lukewarm, uh, social circle or online, however you met them, you're out on the first date and things are starting to get intimate. How would you even get an idea? How would you get a read for their sexual appetite? And I guess I might just while you guys are piping up in the chat and start to answer this question, you also might want to think, what does appetite mean? What's the definition of appetite? Appetite is simply desire. It's just a nice way of saying instead of saying "What's your sexual desire? What's your sexual appetite?" and that's why I got a cheeky, cheeky thumbs up, cheeky thumbs up for the thumbnail as well. With that uh, absolute teed with a muffin, I think. So uh, whatever it was, but appetite is just merely sexual desire. So get back to the question here. First warm up question: What signals someone's sexual appetite? How would they let you know where they fall on the scale? We haven't even got to the scale yet. We will get to the spectrum of sexual appetite. And I'll nail those terms down. I've already kind of dropped them a little. I will get to those more later on. But just an easy question here to begin with. Just to get you guys warmed up, this is how we start a social Q&A. We want to get our minds warm. And I encourage all of you who are here now to don't wait. Don't wait till later in the session to start getting your mind and answers going. Because otherwise it just gets harder. The easy questions come at first because they help you like a roller coaster build up to the much more difficult questions that will come later. So here we go. got a couple of answers Already off the bat. JNU, classic. JNU with the Hajime, off the Hajime saying, in answer to a question of what signals someone's sexual appetite, JNU says eye contact, lip movement, proximity slash closeness, the intensity of escalation, whether push or pull moves. Ah, JNU trying to bring in some concepts from last week. That's good. I love the continuity. I love the continuity. Good stuff there, Jay. Now, let's actually look at his answer there. I just like that he referenced it like from last week. Eye contact, lip movement, proximity slash closeness. The intensity of escalation, whether push or pull moves. I like that the most. Uh, Jay, you went... Unusual for Jay New actually. Unusual for you, Jay. You went very micro when normally you go very macro to begin with. He gave us some good micros of eye contact, lip movement, proximity slash closeness. But Jay New gets a little closer and I like your macro... Uh, no, it's still kind of micro. It's just that it's much more specific to where what I want you to give me to the question of what signals someone's sexual appetite. When you say Janu, the intensity of escalation, I'm also concerned of where the push or pull moves. That's definitely correct, but it's more than the words of the intensity of escalation because the intensity of escalation. Your is not fully there, but but it kind of it's almost like you're just you're standing around the tree and you're looking at the apple. You got really damn close intensity of escalation is one way of looking at what will happen when they do signal their sexual appetite, you're just one step ahead. You've almost kind of jumped ahead there. You need to work it back a second and say, what would someone's mindset allow them to increase the intensity or even display whatever intensity they have of sexual escalation? You're just one step ahead there, Jay. But good. First question. Really good answer for the first question. Let's keep moving on. Will M comes in saying, I just call you Willow. I would will call you Willow. Willow comes in saying, and Willow's got a profile picture off the bat as well. That's right. You get that profile picture, in, son? He says, I would guess their comfortability talking about sex slash their previous sexual experiences is a good indicator about their appetites. That's a nice angle, Will. That's a nice angle, which I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't even factor in for this particular answer. Because it's not, it's not necessarily the primary. It's definitely a subsidiary, but no less true, no less equal. I would definitely agree with you that when you... Because you, what, what I'm saying there, Will, is that you've gone down the verbal path. What I'm looking for is a physical path. Because the physical always tells you far more about what they truly desire, sexually, appetite-wise. Someone's actions will always speak far louder than their cognitive rationalization, cognitive ability to describe their actions so while I 100% do not disagree with what you're saying there I actually the way you've said it if you were going to give me a verbal answer that's the best verbal answer you could give me the comfortability with which they talk about their sexual experiences definitely so while you're 100% on will there's something more accurate than that there's something more 100% than that but hey I'm liking the quality of the answers I know today's gonna be fun today is gonna be fun If the quality of these answers are coming in like this, we're going to have a good time today. So I'm still looking for something though. I'm still looking for something. I'm looking for an element, a way of being that would allow someone, that would truly signal someone's sexual appetite. Janu actually already took us there. He just, one step too far. He just needs to regress his answer. Brandon Camden comes in saying, how willing they are to talk about sex, touching, flirting, these sorts of things. So Brandon, same response to you as Will. You and Will are on the same wavelength there. You both gave great answers to the verbal aspect, but I'm looking for something physical, something that would eliminate the conscious thought processing and really just give you a strong read, much stronger read. Getting piped up though. This is good. It's what I like. JNU comes and say, like how they are coming at you, whether in an upfront fiery way, or how hard they withdraw when they're not getting what they want. Yeah, yeah, Jay. But that's that's uh just a reiteration of what you've already said. So you're still operating on the same level that you did in the previous answer. I want uh, you've just you've gone too deep, you've gone too micro, you've gone too too in the uh in the weeds with it. You kinda of just didn't back it up. Again, guys, first question of the session is always the question, the easy answer is always going to be an easy answer. It's always going to be very, it's never going to be an in the weeds answer, but you guys come in fucking ready. <laughs> like you come in, sometimes you come in, you come in too hot. So, uh, right, we got T up in here. We've got Takumi coming in saying, Yoshi, <laughs> Yoshi. Good to have you, T. Okay. No, not spending any more time on this uh brandon cam and will have given great answers to the verbal however that's not the best answer the good answers, not the best answer jay knew actually in his initial answer when he said to the question of how would someone just first question here today how would someone signal their sexual appetite what would they what would they how would they tell you without telling you will brandon uh Jay knew it would come in saying eye contact, lip movement, and proximity slash closeness. However, more specifically, the intensity of escalation. Jay was the closest. None of you, none of you got it on point. That's okay. Start of the session. Well, actually, Jay went too on point. He just didn't give me an idea that was a little bit one step back. So when Jay says the intensity of escalation, Jay, and for the rest of you listening here, In order for someone to communicate their sexual appetite with you, if we just take Jay's answer there, okay, they're going to have an intensity of escalation and they're going to communicate their intensity of escalation. In order for someone to communicate that willingly, willingly, what does that say about them? What mindset do they have to be in? What do they have to feel? Starts with an F. I give you a pause there, let you think about it. Hopefully it hits you right there. In order for someone to give you their intensity of escalation, they must be free. The signal is freedom. The way someone will let you know their sexual appetite is the freedom with which they operate. Do you see now, Jay, how you were everything you described was on point? Their eye contact, their lip movement, proximity slash closeness, their push or pull moves, you're bang on, bang on, bang on. However, you just needed to regress your answer one step. You went too hard too soon, too hard too soon. To sum up everything Jay said there, and with the intensity of escalation, is freedom. The freedom with which they move, the freedom with which they communicate their sexual desire, that's how you're going to get a read. So let me bring a face to this now. For let's say, last week, in Push and Pull Moves, the foundations of Push and Pull Moves, we stuck on the initial interaction. Today, we're going to do different. We're going to go into actual sexual play, sexual intimacy within the bedroom. So let's say this. Eh, let's take my favorite. Okay, let's say hey let's say you met a girl it's fucking sunset sunset down the beach she was in the waves you just had to go up to her you had to say hey. all right direct intent fortunately be beautiful I had to say my name's adam oh shit my name's jenna of course fake name jenna coming in all of these all, these always like these stories i go into as i'm building them while they're hypothetical they always built off of something i've actually experienced so i'm so used to say fake name jenna so anyways you guys have a great interaction you meet up for a day too uh later on in the week that was awesome let's just say green tea and chill botanics whatever come back to your place here we are i'd say it's the first time coming back to your place now and you guys have never been sexually intimate before maybe you guys had a kiss down in the uh, botanics and that was cool but of course you used the principles one punch man didn't want to overcook it just let her know your sexual intent and uh she got the fact that you were a man she's a woman you guys want to connect that's as far as you guys have progressed the sexual intimacy so far. So, you really don't have a read on her sexual appetite, nor does she have a read on your sexual appetite yet. Progress forward. Let's say you guys are set up for Disney and chill, and you're going to cook something. So, you come back to your place. Come back. Disney chill. She brings the Disney. You bring the chill. You bring whatever you're going to cook, and movie's over. Let's take you to right here. Let's say Aladdin's finished. Pause on the VCR. Fucking VCR. Back in the day. Was it right down there. You guys are on the rug. You guys are on the rug. You've been cuddling all night. Maybe there's been a little bit of nipping. Maybe there's been some nipping at the neck back and forward. And you're feeling the sexual charge between you two. Things are starting to heat up. And you know, as a, as a guy, you're sensing this time. If you've been devoid from external validation and attachment to an outcome of this night, you have just been pretty chill. You've just been relaxed. Your body is loose. Your mind is loose. You're free. You're free. And so if you are calibrated as well, you're reading her freedom. You're reading her freedom. Getting a read on someone's sexual appetite, that's only the first question here that we're kind of just going on now. I'm just entering a little instruction here. Getting a read on someone's sexual appetite doesn't happen in a moment. It's not just like, bang, not. Now I know whether they are plain, curious, or filthy. Vanilla, strawberry shortcake, or roasted macadamia. We'll get to these in a second. It doesn't just like happen. It's a gradual process that you should have been reading from the moment sexual intimacy began. And sexual intimacy doesn't begin at penetration. Sexual intimacy begins at the first moment you let her know that I'm going to take care of you here and that I want us to connect on a much more deeper level. Just the very fact of inviting a woman back to your place with the connotation of it's just you and me, it's going to be Disney and chill. That is really the beginning of sexual intimacy because of the seed that it plants later on. Pause that. So, your read on her sexual appetite would have been coming throughout the entire movie. As you're down there on the rug, when you put your arm around her, how does she move? How does she respond? Does she push on you during that? Is she focused on the movie or not? And you're going to get all these different little reads and signals. I don't want to get too nitty-gritty yet. We'll get to those. We'll get to those things later on. But just to say for sure here, the freedom with which she moves, the freedom with which she operates, that, and Jay knew said quite well, I contact lip movement proximity slash closeness. Can you see now, Jay, how hey, you're all there? I just wanted you guys to pick up on the fact that she will let you know her sexual appetite with the freedom with which she expresses her sexual energy. That's it. Okay, not too complicated. First question of the session. You guys did pretty good, all right? Did pretty good. But let's uh, let's keep it going here. So, who else we got up in this chat? Oh, we got Nick DeMasi. Oh, we got Mr. Zoo up in this early session saying... I'm early, let's go. Good to have you here. Good to have you here, Mr. Mr. Zoo. We've also got Edo Skimoto, aka the Ludicolo, coming in and saying, how's it going, mate? Yep. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. He says, can't stay today. Busy one. All the best, everyone. With the leaf and the peace. And the prayer, I should say. Good to have you here, Ski. Thanks for dropping by. Haven't seen... Z- Ski has not joined in on a social Q&A live in probably a good... Probably in a good millennia. It's been a, probably about a thousand years since Ski has been in a live session. Uh, I'm sure he's crying as I say that because he wants to be here. He's just at work, so I know you catch it live. So I appreciate the support, Ski. Much sure. So, by the way, if you guys are just entering the session, we're here early on discussing sexual appetite, foundations of sexual appetite. We're in the live question. Uh, live class right now I want you guys are answering these questions we just got done on really a foundation on just understanding how someone would communicate sexual appetite it's all about freedom freedom which they express please go ahead and drop a thumbs up on this video down below if you just entered and also if you're enjoying the content also if you guys shout out to those of you in podcast land uh, who are listening to this and post come back later drop some love let me know what you got from this and I always appreciate you guys listening and post as well so thank you okay warm up question number two I said this in the intro, but now we're here. So, class question number two, this is still warm up. This is still a very easy question. I'm going to hit you guys with a phrase. I'm going to hit you guys with an idea, with a concept, and I want you to explain what this means. When it comes to sexual appetite, not all women act as they appear sexually. What does this mean? What does this mean? When I say to you that not all women act as they appear and vice versa. Not all guys act as they appear sexually. But the fundamental question here is still a very easy question. You don't need to give me essay responses to this. Just give me a nice, concise, short. It's going to be very hard for you to give me 100,000 zenny. I'm probably not going to give 100,000 zenny reward to this question unless you blow my fucking mind. But it's a very easy question. But it's something that's going to help you get your mind wrapped around sexual appetite as we're just sliding in, sliding into the session right here. Not all women act as they appear sexually. What does this mean? That is the second class question. Still in the warm up stage, though. Still warming up. We've also got C. Cam up in here saying, Yo, yo, good to have you. Cam, by the way, Cam, if you're going to be up in this chat, this live chat, you must have a profile picture. Go to Gmail, update your YouTube profile picture. I will not read out your responses if you do not. It doesn't even have to be your face. I prefer if it is, it just shows me you've got confidence. But, you see some of the other guys. They just got avatars of their favorite anime character. I prefer your actual face though. But come back if you're going to be in this session and put a uh, put a profile picture. No anonymous people here. No anonymous people. Okay. So it's not Reddit. <laughs> Nick. Oh, Mr. Zoo comes in saying no work today. So we get a second date today. We got a second date today. All right. All right, Nick. All right. I've never seen you for a full sesh. I'm not even sure if that's what you mean or if you mean today. This session is the second date, or you're going out on a second date with a different woman. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you mean there, but whatever. It's good to have you. DM Learning one aka Eric, comes in saying, oh, finally, got, a, got an answer to the second class question here. Not all women act as they appear sexually. What does this mean? Eric comes in the first question saying, some women will escalate, but aren't actually free. Some women appear closed off on introduction, but show fr- <laughs> how free they are within the moment. It's a typo. It's a motherfucking typo. But it is the universal god of all typos. Because it's just so perfect. It's so perfect. I mean, I'm looking at my keyboard here. And the E is so close to the W. I can see exactly where Brandon went. He wasn't trying to be... He wasn't trying to be a dick. <laughs> he just pressed W. Oh, man, the QWERTY keyboard. QWERTY keyboard. So, I think what Eric actually meant was that some women appear closed off on introduction, but show how free they are when in the moment. Uh, Eric has fucking nailed it. And I said, you could... This is not a 100,000 is any question. Like you can't, even though Eric has given the best answer possible, y- you're not going to blow my socks off with this. I'm not writing home to grandma about this, but he's on point. And Eric, you did very well. Even more so to add such a fresh typo in there. When Eric says to the question of, some women don't act as they appear sexually. What does this mean? Eric comes in saying, some women will escalate, but aren't actually free. <clears throat> that hits one end of the, the polar opposite in which that, So, what Eric's describing there is that they appear devil, they appear devil, but are actually angels. They appear filthy, but are actually angels. Then Eric goes on to say, to flip it, some women appear closed off on intro, but show how, how free they are when in the moment, which is the complete reverse, which is that some women appear angel, but act filthy, so Eric nailed it. Well done. Well done. Got us some good laughs here. Got us some good lols at the beginning. Thank you very much. Uh, Brandon Cameron comes in next to say, g- <clears throat> Shy girls come to mind for me on this one. Sometimes women need time to warm up to you. Start fit fe- Hang on. Sometimes women need time to warm up to you. There we go. Start feeling some level of safety before they show their true desire. So while Brandon, that doesn't necessarily answer my question directly like Eric did so well, you have brought up a really good angle on it. It's a good angle. It doesn't answer the question directly, but it's something we are going to discuss later for sure. I I like that your mind's operating on that. I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you that there are certain parameters, social parameters that women need before they can unleash their sexual appetite in full force. I definitely agree with that. We will get to that, Brandon. Nicely said. Uh, Nick DiMasi comes in saying, "Ha ha, both." Oh, so Nick DiMasi has also got, aka Mr. Zoo, has got a date with us and a date with a girl later on today. Well done, well done. T comes in saying, ho free they are." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> David Too Slutty comes in saying, "What top supplements do you take, bro?" Pick up herbs, okay, David. Uh, it's highly, highly inappropriate question. <laughs> or where we are in this podcast. When we get to open Q&A later on in the session, I'll be happy to answer that. Uh, however, we're currently focused on the featured seminar right now on sexual appetite, full guide to sexual appetite. So if you're here later on in the session, feel free to copy and paste, but we've got to stay focused here. Very, uh, very inappropriate. Eric comes in saying in Lameo to his, uh, his, his definite balls up, his definite goof there, but it was a, it was a beautiful balls up. W, aka Mr. Pengy comes in saying, W, you say. I don't know what that means, but uh, good to have you here, Dubby. Okay. So, Eric nailed that off the bat, which is when I say to you guys, this is just second warm-up question. Second warm-up question was when women don't necessarily act as they appear or women don't, not even necessarily, but not all women act as they appear sexually. What does that mean? Purely that on first face value, they can give you an idea. They can give you a read on their sexual appetite, yet be the complete opposite. And this is a fundamental concept, understanding that you must have as someone who's practicing social dynamics that you cannot just go out on your first nit, Mr. Zoo. You cannot go out on your second day with a woman today as one of our live Q&As is about to, one of our live seekers is about to. And maybe Mr. Zoo takes her to the zoo. <laughs> Beautiful, Nick. I love that, that you're here. We'll run with Nick's example. Nick's got a second day, happened up later today. Mr. Zoo, Let's say he set it up, I don't know, but just roll with it. That he set it up, that he's going to be going to the zoo of her because that's his home ground. And they've been feeling it. Let's say that, but she rocks up wearing fucking nothing. Where she's got tight, cut off fucking Daisy Duke shorts. That She's got low cut top tits are barely staying within her top. It's just she's putting some effort here. She's got her eyes did, lips are did, hair is did, everything's did because she knew she was coming up to the zoo with Mr. Zoo. And she's showing a lot of sexual femininity. She's showing a lot of sexual energy, which is what this appetite discussion is all about. Nick, aka Mr. Zoo, cannot come in and see that, feel that, receive how much sexual energy she's putting off on surface level, on face value and expect that that's going to translate 100% when they get into the bedroom together in dates to come or later that date, depending on the progression of the connection. Because not all women act as they appear. Not all women appear as they act. She might be appearing filthy. She might be appearing devilish, but could actually be an absolute sweetheart angel, which is just, it's a, it's a, It's a point of fascination with me because of some of the women. I said at the beginning of this podcast why we're doing this session today. It's because it's something I'm dealing with my life right now and have for probably the last 10 years of girls that emit extreme sexual energy and they're almost putting a signboard on themselves as to what their sexual appetite is. Yet when you actually get in person with them, they act completely differently. It's it's quite the conundrum. So... That was just a warm-up question. Eric got the best the answer there. Let's go. Eric's at the top of the leaderboards. Thank you, Eric. Let's move on. Okay. So I said earlier at the beginning of this podcast, we we're going to get into the scale of sexual appetite, the spectrum. I've already dropped the terms. <clears throat> this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So this is where I'm going to get you guys to share a bit about yourselves. Take a deep breath, get some water. And you guys are going to get personal with me here and you're going to let everyone know what you're about. This is one of those sessions where you wish you were live here. If you guys are listening in post, you will wish you were live here. So, on the spectrum, there is a spectrum of sexual appetite. I mentioned it before. In direct terms, plain on the far left, curious in the middle, filthy on the far right. From plain, curious to filthy. Zero being the plain of all vanilla. Okay, what that means is that, actually, let me hold that. I'll regress it. I'm going to do that in reverse. Plain vanilla, though, on the zero. Coming out to the middle, curious, strawberry shortcake, 10, filthy roasted macadamia. That's like the expression and the visualization of the flavors that I like to throw out. We've used this in previous podcasts. Now I'm going to regress it. What does that even look like? If a 10 of sexual appetite, which is roasted macadamia, absolutely filthy, is literally... I need you to come on my face. I need you to stuff stuff my ass with that monster cock and come on my face. If that is filthy, that is the filthiest of sexual appetite expression. It is, I don't even care that we're in the swimming pool. I don't even care that we're in public. I don't even care we're in the supermarket. You need to get at me right now. You come at me with this sexual energy. That is the filthiest of straight 10. You can just regress it back to curious in the middle, strawberry shortcake being... Hey, maybe uh, maybe you could try it coming on my face. Maybe I would like to experiment with a few different things. Maybe we could use some coconut oil. Maybe we could introduce a few little things. Maybe you could choke me. Let's see what that's like. Everything's going to be with maybes in the strawberry shortcake. It's curious. That's the sexual appetite of curiosity. To the far left, the plane of all vanillas, which is... I would like for you to reach climax, but do not show me. I would like for you to come, but I don't want to see it. So you you clean that up. You're not coming on my face. You're not sticking it in my ass. We're not doing it in public. I still want to please you, though. I still want you to feel pleasure. I just don't want to get in among it. I don't want it on my face. I don't want it on my eyelashes. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to see it. That's plain of vanilla. I don't want you to touch. My neck I don't I, it's just going to be missionary, it's just going to be just lights on missionary after the wine and chocolate that's that's about it, okay, that's the plainest of all plain vanilla, and that's on the far left, okay? so this is the spectrum of sexual appetite. plain, curious, filthy vanilla, strawberry shortcake, roasted macadamia. You can tell that we've done some work on this so. Now, now that you guys get an understanding of the sexual appetite, what I would like to do now is throw it to you. I want to get a read on the class. I want to get a read on you guys. I want you to enter into the chat where you fall on the spectrum, on the scale of sexual appetite. <clears throat> what you lean more towards. Now, to help you guys with this, it gets even more specific. From, you want to take zero to ten. Zero being plain vanilla, like I said before, ten being absolutely filthy. Plain vanilla is essentially zero to three strawberry shortcake curious is four to seven roasted macadamia filthy is eight to ten so you can get even more specific with me but what I want to know here is from the live class participants I want to get a read on you guys I want to know where you fall in the scale of your sexual appetite what is your sexual appet- <coughs> appetite give me a flavor but also give me a number because you guys, you might think, well, I'm definitely in the filthy range, but how filthy? Eight to 10 is filthy range. Seven down to four is curious. Three down to zero is plain vanilla. Now, this is not just me because I I think it's a really good thought exercise to do. And I think it's good for you guys to share and be open as I'm being shared and open with you guys. <coughs> it's not, <a clears throat> not just that. Jesus, it's not just that. It's also because this is prep work for the rest of the session. It's actually quite key that we get this. I feel like we're in biology right now. I feel like we're in sex ed right now and everyone's having to open up and share a little bit about themselves. But it's not just for the sake of that. It's more so because of the questions that will come later. The questions that come later are going to they're going to be tied in. They're going to be relevant to your sexual appetite, which is why uh, I want you guys to have the confidence to go ahead and put it in the chat. Don't just be that guy who's going, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm probably about a three, right? You know, don't, don't just keep it to yourself. Put it there in the chat. Listen, I just dropped the most sexually explicit <laughs> and rawest of details. I want you to stuff that monster cock in my ass. That. We're here, like we're here. This is that what these sessions are like. They are hundred percent going to demonetize this session. That's when we do sexual appetite or sexual stuff like this. it's what it is. And but hey, this is. It would be ridiculous of me to not give you a true example of what a straight ten filthy is, because like, what if I? It just wouldn't make sense. You got to put a picture to it. I've always said this. I'll always give it to you guys real. I'll always give it to you raw. If you can't handle it. Get out of the fucking kitchen. I told you, you kids don't have to be here. We've got some energy today. Getting angry about this. <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's all fun. It's all fun. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. This is a, this is the prep work question. I want the class to understand where they are, where they fall on the spectrum of sexual appetite. <clears throat> First answer is from Mr. Zoo. A.k.a. Nick coming in saying six. So what Nick is saying there when he says six, he falls smack bang in the middle of strawberry shortcake, which is curious. Just curious. Six is curious, which is I would like to experiment more with my sexual appetite. I would like to see the possibilities. I'm not quite at freak level yet, not quite at filthy level yet, but maybe we can get Nick there. And if Nick hangs on to this podcast, that's, uh, I can't say any more than that. That's yeah, that's the exciting stuff that I got planned for later on. Okay. Davo comes in saying, I'm a macadamia man. I'm a macadamian. Say eight to 10 with the devil and the king uh, emojis. So we've got ourselves a straight filthy. If he's somewhere between eight to 10, we've got a straight filthy. We've got, we're talking about rim jobs. We're talking about anal. We're talking about public. I uh, don't mind that, Davo. Don't mind that at all. You're going to have a lot of fun in today's session as well if you stay later on. That's on point. Brandon Cam comes in to say, I'd say I'm a strawberry seven. So that's interesting that he's chosen strawberry seven because what Brandon's saying there is curiosity. I'm curious about experimenting with my sexual appetite, looking to push it a little bit, but it's actually, no, it's a little bit more than just a little bit because it's not a six or a five or a four. He's at the very edge of what it would be to be curious then tapping onto filthy. So Brandon's going to have, you're going to be in for a session today as well, Brandon. It's good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Eric comes in saying, I'm a sure cake four. Okay. So we've got our first, we've got our first curious, but on the lower end of the curious spectrum of sexual appetite, Eric says he's, he has probably only just come out of vanilla then. And because it's, it's, it's very rarely do you ever see someone regress in sexual energy and sexual appetite. It's always progressing as you go on throughout life, either progressing or plateauing. Very few people regress in sexual appetite. Uh, Once you know what you know, once you get used to what you get used to, you kind of only either seek to maintain that or to press further. So interesting, Eric. Interesting. I'll see. it would be very interesting later on in this session how, if that might change, Eric, or what you might be open to. Nick then comes in saying, (laughs) strawberry didn't add the food. (laughs) You got to add that from its food, son. (laughs) Duke comes in saying, I would describe myself as a cheesecake where I have a strong crust but the cake is more open to possibilities and the flavor profile is strong and consistent, yet there is room for creativity, so eight. All right, that was a, that was a little too extra, Jay. <laughs> a little too extra. I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying. There's a little extra fish fillet in that. or oh, there's a little extra cream. There's a little extra cream on top of that strawberry shortcake. So what Jay New was saying about his sexual appetite is that he's curious. That's what strawberry shortcake is. It's somewhere between four and seven. Yet he finishes it by saying that there's room for creativity though, so eight. So what I'm feeling from you, Jay, there is that you've said strawberry cheesecake curiosity, which means you're teetering between the very top end of curious sexually to filthy. The bottom end of filthy, top end of curious. Okay, that's the read I get from you. Thanks for sharing. Ah, Willow comes in saying, hmm, probably strawberry seven. There we go at top end. So the average in this session so far, the people who've been willing to share is st- strawberry shortcake curious and top enders. That's like the third top end of curious we've had with the strawberry shortcake. David comes in saying keeping it one hundred percent broad with the flex. Thanks, David. Ah, uh, SeaCam comes in saying eight ish macadamia. Okay, that's the second. Uh, that's the second in the top end. That's the second in the top end of sexual appetite. But he's the bottom end of filthy. He's the bottom end. So maybe he's not in rim job level. Maybe C Cameron's not going into rim jobs. But maybe he's definitely open to some public sex. He's definitely open to uh, some choking. Maybe, you know. We'll see. We'll see see what we can progress you through. Okay. W then goes on to say, or Mr. Pengi says, Unsure, I would say five, but a bit of both in five and six. Okay. So W's smack bang in the middle of curiosity. He's curious, actually. Strawberry shortcake. This definitely been the, the average year. I haven't had anyone who's playing vanilla. No one said playing vanilla. No one said a zero to three yet. It's good. I mean, it's not a bad thing if you're playing the vanilla. It's just more work to do. Uh, you'll find out why later. So I got to remember that while I'm throwing this question to the live participants here, if you're listening to this in post on the podcast, please answer the question yourself. If you have got your notepad out, your journal, and you're doing notes during our sessions here, uh, get awareness on yourself. What am I? Where do I fall in the sexual appetite? Because it's really important. It's prep work. Okay. David says he's more eight to eight and a half, trying to get to 10. W says, I guess still just young. Oh, he's just still young. Oh yeah. Uh, Pengy, Mr. W, how old are you? Let me know. Takumi comes in saying, I feel like it's changed a lot for me with different partners. And I'm still not sure since I don't feel like I have enough experience, but keen to learn more. So chocolate hazelnut, six or seven. <laughs> okay, so T Takumi has got it and invented his own flavor here. Uh, I, I'm not sure if, if you think chocolate hazelnut is some kind of midway between strawberry shortcake and roasted macadamia, but let's not get confused with the terms here. You're definitely a strawberry shortcake. You're just on the top end, the the top the, the higher end of strawberry shortcake, which is just sexually curious. Yeah, keen to learn more. Exactly. Okay. Well done, guys. Well done. Uh, I liked how you guys piped up with that. I liked how you shared, had the willingness to. It wasn't just for you guys to understand your own sexual appetite and get a read from the rest of the class. What have we seen here? The far average is that you guys, at least who are live, are on the sexual appetite of curious, top end of curious as well, from mid to top end of curious. And just to ground that and what does that mean in real terms? It means that you're open to the possibilities of learning to push it. To progress it, to get even filthier with it, to start experimenting into the real depths of sexual expression, uh, and what that might look like is, like I said before, I gave you the example in which that it's like maybe, maybe I want to come all over her face, maybe I want to, maybe I want her to squirt all over mine, maybe I, maybe I want her to fucking blindfold me and choke me out while also sucking me off you know there's like a lot of maybes there but it's not like you've done it yet it's not like you're ready for it yet you just i would like to in the right setting and parameters experiment with what that would be like you're not ready to fully trust that and be open to it yet that's what sexual curiosity really is when you're strawberry shortcake you're not just rolling up to some girl's house and she says all right fucking close your eyes and let's get to it you know it's you know at that stage yeah but you're like hey maybe i would like to so well done Okay, we're going to move to part two here. And by the way, if you guys are enjoying this session, drop a thumbs up on the video down below. It'd be most appreciated. And get engaged. Get engaged here. Ha, okay. So, at the beginning of the podcast, I described in the intro two types of women. And it was based on my own personal two women I'm currently dealing with right now. Please consider this, my friends, because we're going to get into the next class question here. Please consider the woman you want to fuck like an animal versus the woman who you want to raise your children. The woman that I want to fuck like an animal versus the woman who I want to raise my children. Very rarely are these two women one and the same. Very rarely do you find a combination of both in the same. We're going to unpack the individual types, very general. We stay very general here. We'll nail down specifics later on and nuances later on. It can't be a lot of nuances, but we need to get a foundational understanding of the woman you wish to fuck like an animal versus the woman you wish to raise your children. If you can get a foundational understanding of what the two archetypes are, just at first separating them, and because I know there's going to be some of you going, but maybe is it possible that one could translate, I you know, conform together and get an amalgamation of the confoundanium of it together. Okay, relax. We'll get to that later. For now, we're just going to unpack what the two different archetypes are. So, let's start with number one. Yeah. When you think about the woman you want to fuck like an animal, the woman... Nah, I was just going to ask you what I was about to say. I was about to dive into the answer. Just stop right there. When you think about the woman that you want to fuck like an animal and she wants to fuck you like an animal, what is it about her energy that dictates that, that expresses that, that tells you that, that signals that, that helps you to visualize that? The woman that wants to fuck me like an animal, the woman that you want to fuck like an animal, what is it about her energy that gives you that vibe? That's the first question here. So now the class questions are getting real. Now that we've done we've done away with the warm ups, now you need to take yourself into that. Think about for some of you, if you've never been with a woman who you just want to fuck like an absolute animal, and she wants to fuck you like an absolute animal. <clears throat> please do your best to visualize what that what that woman is like. That's the that's what we're getting here. We're just going to unpack here just from the beginning. What is it about her energy? What is it about her that signals that nature of, this is what I want to do with her. This is why I want to fuck her like an animal and why she wants to fuck me like an animal. This is why. That's what we're getting into here first. We need to understand this archetype because this is really the polar split between the two different women I said before. Because they're not the one and the same. Most of the time, they're not one and the same. And the woman that you wish to be with at different times of your life. Oh, now we're getting too deep. We'll pause that. We'll pause that. Let me get some answers. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> okay, going into the chat here. Um, oh, Mr. Pengi says, don't worry, I'm 17, but I know what's what. Do you at 17? I'm not sure if you know what's what. Depends how advanced you are sexually, but what I know about you, Pengi, is that I don't think you're very sexually advanced, if I'm correct, which is okay. Uh, but yeah, don't go complaining to your parents if some, some if there are some things said in this session that are a little bit beyond, okay? You're here on your own will. Takumi comes in to say, my female friends talk about the same with men, guys they want to bang versus want to date. Yeah, absolutely, This This definitely goes in reverse. It's just that I'm speaking to the audience that is currently here right now. If all of a sudden, five, ten girls popped up in the chat and started answering these questions, I would probably flip the perspective, at least give as much time to the flip of the perspective. But uh, we're speaking to the audience that's listening right now. So, it definitely goes both ways and we can discuss that more later on. Eric comes in to say, wild and chaotic energy. Yeah. Yeah. Wild and chaotic energy. (coughs) It's two. It's just a little, we're a little bit deeper in this session than that, Eric. While you've hit me with a great macro answer, 100%, you're on point. The woman you want to fuck like an animal definitely has wild and chaotic energy. Definitely, that's what it is about her energy. But you need to give me something more than that. You need to give me a specific. You need to give me a painting, a visualization of what that would look like. Okay? Great macro. Great macro though. Definitely not 100000 is any answer, though. Uh, Davo comes in saying, I'm at the point of choking, ass smacking and hair-pulling. Haven't fucked my homegirl on the balcony or at Walmart yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. <laughs> it's not quite relevant to this. To this uh, uh, although what's interesting is that even though that doesn't answer this question, it kind of helps with Eric's answer, what Eric was missing. Okay. Brandon can comes in saying, she has a lot more fire. Less structure in her life than other women, but she is happy in that lack of structure. She challenges me to step into my own freedom, to follow her into the storm. Yes, that's it. 100,000 Zeddy, Brandon. Yeah. What an answer. What an answer. Boom. Yes. Yes. You, there are so many, part of the reason why that was such a good answer, Brandon, is because you actually answered the next question. (laughs) Like, you already went one step beyond. This, this question has multiple layers to it. I just don't like to throw too many layers too soon because it confuses people. But you, uh, you were right there with it. One of the things that you hit most with, though, is part one with the structure, but part two with the challenge on you. The woman that you want to fuck like an animal You've given me many different angles here, and I love that we got a 100,000 Zenny answer at the beginning of the session, not at the end. Last week was so tough, but we got one here right at the beginning. So, well done on the 100,000 Zenny. By the way, if you guys are new, you don't know what the hell that means. Top level, top great answer, advanced, and also original right off the bat. That's 100,000 Zenny. You don't know what 100,000 Zenny is, go to Dragon Ball Z wiki and type in Zenny, and you'll find out what Zenny is. All right. So, Absolutely. Uh, let's reread what Brandon said there because it's just money, absolutely zenny. Brandon comes in saying to the question of, okay, what is it when you think about the two different types of women—women women that I want to fuck like an animal, women that I want to raise my children. What is it about the fuck like an animal? What is how would she signal that to me? What gives me that idea? What's the visualization? What's you can take me so many different ways, right? I just need I needed something there, and Brandon comes in to say she has a lot more fire. Definitely, you're giving me a nice idea of visual energy of uh, tangible energy that's very hot in terms of her expression her communication she's very very feisty very fiery about things I love that to begin with he then goes on to say less structure in her life than other women but is happy in that lack of structure that's what I meant by I don't like to give too many layers too soon but Brandon took me a layer deeper in that the next layer if people were struggling I would have come in and said okay what is it about her life scape Where is she in her life scape? Because life scape is huge when we talk about someone's sexual appetite. What their appetite for sexual play is, is directly linked with their scape of where they are in their lives. So when Brandon says she has less structure. Now, we don't want to get confused with life scape and life age, because you can find a 40, 50 year old woman who is in the right life scape of just wanting to be in that sexual animalistic, fuck like an animal type vibe. So don't get confused of age, just life scape, and what scape would speak to is structure, which is what Brandon gave there, that whether she's, she's not necessarily, ah, I don't want to give that answer too soon. Don't want to give that answer too soon. I'll pause that little thing there because we're going to get to that. I want to see if there's any more answers that might get that. I want to shortchange anyone else. But just the fact that Brandon brought in lack of structure, not very structured in her life scape, money. It's very common with women that are in that just, just fuck me like an animal and I want you to fuck, I want to fuck you like an animal. That's definitely a very commonality there. Now, of course, I can hear the fucking Jeffries coming in saying, but surely there are women that like to be fucked like animals and they want to fuck you like an animal that do have structure in their life. Yeah, that nuance we will get to later. We will get to the nuance later, yet it's definitely not the generality. We're speaking purely in generalities here. Please keep that in mind. But then to finish off, the thing that really got uh, Brandon, the 100,000 Zenny, was when he said, she challenges me to step into my own freedom to follow her into the storm so what that speaks to brandon can we just go up in the chat for a second b brand b brand let's go up to when i asked you when i was asking about where you guys are on the sexual scale of sexual appetite b brand had come in saying i'd say i'm a strawberry shortcake about a seven so the top end of sexual curiosity Now, when we look at Brandon's answer, and that's why I wanted you guys to put that in, is because now when Brandon, you can see why Brandon gave the answer he did. When Brandon said, she challenges me to step into my own freedom to follow her into the storm. So Brandon was visualizing, when I talked about the two different separation of women, sexual appetite, the woman who you want to fuck like an animal, she wants to fuck you like an animal. What Brandon was visualizing there was a ten, filthy, absolutely filthy. Roasted macadamia, filthy. Because of his answer when he says she challenges me to step into my own freedom. So this just, it it explains, it's just, we're starting to unpin. It's starting to unpin where people's answers come from because what Brandon's speaking to there is that, yeah, I want to push my sexual curiosity into sexual filthy. From sexual curious to sexual filthy, I want to push that. And he also finished by saying, follow her into the storm, which also speaks to that she's probably a little bit more advanced. If he's getting with a woman, that is of the, I want to fuck her like an animal nature. So, excellent, excellent answer, my friend. Well done. Well done. Let's see if anyone else had hit zenny level or... It's very hard to get two zennies for the same question. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. Maybe once, maybe. Jay New comes in to say, for me, I imagine this feigned innocence where she looks at me like, what are you going to do about this, daddy? That freaking kills me. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. What, Daddy? What? Ha <laughs> Yeah, I'm so there with you, bro. Uh, speaking, speak, literally one of the girls. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jay doos referencing, maybe, I'm not sure if you, I'm not sure if you're here for that podcast, that part of the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Anyways, well, uh, it's a deep reference. I'll let that go. Just one girl in particular I'm thinking of. What, Daddy? What? <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's so excited. Okay, so, anyways, to that Jay's, Jay's actual question. So Jay gave me an extremely deep micro. So Jay's deep micro is just a face to Brandon's. Doesn't overwrite. It's definitely not uh, high as high level as uh, to the same level as Brandon's answer. But it gives a really nice facial visual to Brandon's answer uh, when Jay says that. I imagine this feigned innocence where she looks at me like, what are you going to do about this, daddy? What's interesting is that what that describes there, Jay, because what was the question? How, is, how does a woman signal this fuck like an animal vibe, this fuck like an animal energy, and that's all she's concerned with? What, Jay, what you're kind of hitting me there with goes back to one of the warm-up questions, which is, appears like an angel, acts like the devil. Appears like an angel, acts filthy. That's what Jay's kind of signaling to me there. And you're on the money with that. You're definitely on point with that not a hundred thousands any but you're there in terms of a lot of women who give you that vibe appearing as angels but act in the complete opposite way are often in the life scape to brandon alive with the lack of structure with this is just the primary concern just just get fucked just get fucked type vibe and that's the part of the lives that they're in and that's what they want to explore and express the most through their sexual energy just just fuck me like it's just then what Jay Nu speaking to there really aligns. So if Jay Nu and Brandon were in the same, if we were all literally here in the classroom and you guys, you guys would be in the, the second to back row or Brandon would be in the far back row, Jay Nu would be in the second to back row and they literally would have just silently given each other a fist bump. <laughs> Jay would have put his fist bump back and it just would have been a silent acknowledgement that they both, their answers complimented each other. Man, I miss that you know, you always you never say you never think you're gonna miss high school. And listen, I don't miss anything in life. I'm always just here. But if there's one thing that I love the most about high school, it was when you and your boys were so on point in a class that all you had to do was just silently reach back with a fist bump and you knew there'd be a fist bump on the back end of it. (laughs) Just because you fucking you both nailed it or you both were thinking the same thing. That's kinda where Jay New and Brandon were there. Mm. Mm. Having fun. I knew today was going to be a fun session. I thought last week was. It wasn't. Today is definitely fun. Okay. Brandon again comes in saying, Yeah! My first Zenny. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. So that was your first Zenny, was it, Brandon? Well done. Into the seventh episode of Social Q&A Live Season 6, Brandon has got his first uh, 100,000 Zenny answer. That's that's so good, bro. I love that you put that in. Jay New comes in saying, I lose myself and into the fire. Devo comes in saying, fire, girls, be the best. T comes in also acknowledging B Brando saying, nice, Brandon. Devo comes in saying, open-minded girls, be the hottest. Agreed. I'm trying to spin more plates right now. B Cam says, thanks, T. Dave Sawyer says, interesting. Okay, I'm also there. I'm also there. All right, let's move on here. So, well, actually, let's, is there anything you guys missed there? No, he definitely hit Lifescape but I need to expand a little bit more. Sometimes when we get such a shit hot answer from one of you guys, I almost kind of just breeze over. I did it like twice last week where I just moved on and without actually giving the final instruction in case there were something's missing. That's just when you know you got a really good answer where I almost feel like we can move on from it. Not quite though. There's a couple of things that I would have liked at least one of you to come in with. Lifescape. The woman that you want to fuck like an animal and she wants to fuck you like an animal... In terms of her self-development, where is she at? I would have liked someone to have come in with this. It would have been awesome if you did. It's okay. We're going to move on through it now. I'm going to roll through it. She's in the current scape of life in which it's self-discovery. She's in the stage of life in which that I'm discovering who I am and I'm doing it in relation to others. So this is why I don't like the term slut-shaming, sluts, whores, hoes. I'll use it in funny joking ways, but I'll never mean it seriously. Uh, I really reward And appreciate, reward's probably not the right word, just appreciate, respect, respect is definitely the right word, I was looking for that word. I definitely disrespect women, (laughs) I said that so quickly, it sounded like disrespect, I definitely respect women who are able to sexually express in a free manner. I give them that respect because if they are acknowledging that they're in a stage in their lives where I'm in self-discovery, right, that I want to explore, because we talked about the scale of sexual appetite, the spectrum. What if there's a girl listening to this, and you are a girl listening to this, and I know about 30% of the audience is female, even if you're not here live. And actually, I know there's some women were listening last week, but didn't pop up in the chat. So, this is one thing. You guys think this is a boys' club? I know we we'll get attached. I'll bring it right back. But this is something interesting. You guys think this is a boys' club? There are often women who will be watching right now that don't pop up in the chat. And I, one of the girls, I won't say her know, I won't flavor her here and out. She knows who she is, was watching last week, but didn't pop up in the chat. So, there's about 30% of the podcast that is female that will listen to it. So, so if, anyways, a woman that wants to be fucked like an animal and that's the scape of her life that she's in right now, that's her energy, that's her vibe, Brandon explained very well. Self-discovery, discovering not only myself but also myself in relation to others and what better, wool, what better tool, what better tool than experience of other human beings in a very sexually intimate space, push the revs. Right, if she's always been used to operating between one one to three thousand RPM, we need to shift up. We even need to change that engine or we need to change the mindset behind the driver and get it to shift up, get it to push to five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand RPM. Talk to me. We need to push those revs. And a lot of women, when they're in that stage of life, that they're giving you, as Jay knew, is there before maybe a bit of an angel. Uh, I'm a bit of an angel on the outside but when you actually get in person with them they're just absolutely filthy there or they're stepping into filth level filth land devil land what they're trying to do there is they're trying to push their revs they're trying to push their revs up they're trying to see how far they could take it before they have to shift the next gear they're trying to get beyond sexual curiosity and get into sexual filth and uh, the dark lands of sexual filth which are actually quite bright they're dark in nature but they're they're bright in in mind they're bright in intent and so you know We'll get to those details later. I'm so excited about those details. <sighs> Anyways, self-discovery is what I want to wrap this up with. A woman who gives you the vibe that, I mean, when we look at the two different women, women that the woman who I want to raise my child, the woman that I just want to fuck like an animal. She's in the life scape of self-discovery. Put that there, in a visualization, she wants to take you into the fire, but she won't stick around after. This is something that I would have liked someone else to come in with, Potentially, hopefully you guys can understand this, that it's not all it's not all rainbows. It's not all rainbows with women that have that energy of, I just want you to fuck me like an animal. It's not all rainbows. There's very little emotional connection on the end of it. It's very, she's not going to want to cuddle after. She's not going to want to have breakfast with you the next morning. She's not going to want to text you and say, hey, hubby, how's your day? Or, you know, were you thinking about me? She's going to be off on her lack of structured life Probably fucking the next guy, probably getting fucked hard by the next guy. There's going to be a very much a detachment of emotional connection with that type of woman. So while she gives you one thing, which is the extreme fireworks, she's going to send it. She's going to send the fireworks, take you straight into the depths of the fire, melt you down, blow your mind. She will not hang around the campfire afterwards. There will be no arm around arm, rug around. In the campfire afterwards, she will not provide the long-term warmth. She will only provide the short-term fireworks. <sniffs> yeah, that's how I wanted. Yeah, can you understand that. That pretty much sums up the vibe of the woman who's in the animalistic sexual expression vibe. <clears throat> okay, if you guys are uh, cannot, if you guys understand that, please drop a thumbs up in the chat down below in the actual chat box. And if you just joined this session, uh, drop a thumbs up on the video as well. Help support the channel. Most appreciated. Let's, now that we're done with the woman who wants to fuck like an animal, let's move that now. But what about the opposite? Huh? What about the opposite? What about the woman who you want to raise your children? Same question. This is now the next class question, just on a different example. What is it about that girl, that woman, that gives you that idea that, yeah, she's that sweetheart, that I want to raise my child. I probably shouldn't have even said sweetheart there, but i am stop it there. She's that woman that I want to raise my child. What is it about her energy? What is it about her life scape? What is it about the fire? What is it about her sexual appetite? What is it about her in general? Give me so many different angles here. Now that you, we've already gone through part one, you now know exactly what I'm looking for. So this shouldn't take very long. You guys should just, Fucking get this off the bat because we've just gone through part one. You know the structure of the answers I'm looking for now. It's a lot easier to get it once you know. So, so, think about the woman that you want to raise your children. What's it about her energy? How does she communicate that to you? Lifescape, life, scape, life uh, sexual appetite. That's all we're looking for here, okay? Drop your answers in the chat. Let's go. Because like I said before, these two women are, most of the time, not one in the same. The woman you want to fuck like an animal versus the woman you want to raise your children are often two completely different women. Yes, we will touch the new ones later on. But hey, Pipe up, my friends. I can sense you tapping your thumbs. Let's go. J. New comes in with the first answer. J. New says you constantly match each other's energies and her life has a structure that's familiar or appealing to you. So this is the first answer to the question of what is it about the woman who you want to raise your children? How does she communicate that in sexual energy and appetite? Jay New says, you constantly match each other's energies and her life has a structure that's familiar or appealing to you. Yes, Jay, however, too general. You'd have to tell me what is it... About your energies, because energy is too general. You could that same answer literally, Jay. That answer you gave could have applied to the previous question. That same answer is the could be the same answer to. That's how general your answer is there, Jay. So no good. Rework it specific because you could apply that to a woman who wants to fuck like an animal. We're not on that though, so it's neither here nor there. See what I'm saying? Willow comes in with the next answer saying, I think a woman who knows herself very well, aka, out of the exploration phase, or I think he means discovery phase, same thing, of the previous woman, and therefore, she is more grounded and steady. Okay, Will, 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 if you could have hit me with one word, it would have been 100,000 Zeddy. Yes, a very good answer. So, Will, to help you with your answer there, if it's not self-discovery, then what life scape is she in? If the woman who just wants to fuck like an animal is in self-discovery life scape, what is the woman who you want to raise your children in, in terms of life scape? If it's not self-discovery, it's self k self K. I shouldn't even say k. It kind of gives you the answer, but I already did it, so fuck it. So, anyways, Will, that's a very good answer. I like that answer. A woman who knows herself very well, she's no longer in that discovery phase. She's come to know herself quite well through her exploration. Well done there. Well done there. And therefore, she's more grounded and steady, even more well done because that speaks to her life structure then and life scape as well. But more specifically in terms of the structure, she is grounded. She is steady. And you could have given me a little more micro on that, but just in general and macro, it's very good. Very, very good. The only thing that's not... Oh, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> well done, Will. Will comes in on the follow-up saying, self-creation, question <laughs> mark. Uh, well, are you asking me the question, Will? Because you put a question mark on the end of it. Stand behind your answer. Put a full stop instead of a question mark because you are 100% on point. Okay, yes, self-creation. If a woman is not in self-discovery mode or the self-discovery, lifescape self-discovery in terms of her life modality, now she is in self Creation. I wonder if you know what that means though, Will. Will, could you take me an extra step further if you could explain to me what self creation means? Because it's not as easy as just looking at the word self creation. It's not as easy as an answer as you think it is. Self creation, when I say self creation in terms of sexual appetite, sexual desire, and sexual energy, if she's not in self discovery mode, but she's in self creation mode. That speaks to something, I can't give you the answer without saying it. It's just deeper than you think it would be. It requires a little bit of thought process behind it. So yeah, you're definitely correct with self-creation, but I would need you to explain what that means, okay? Otherwise, I'll have to do it later. Okay, let's go back to some of the previous answers before that. Okay, discussing, what are we discussing here? The woman who you want to raise your children, what it is about her energy, how will she communicate that, Lifescape. Will's already given us a lot of good good ideas. I just want to see if there's any more. T. Mister Takumi comes in saying trust, groundedness, dependability, someone that will be there when shit hits the fan. It's tasty. It's a tasty. Answered Mister Takumi. However, not tasty enough. What I would like. Remember in the previous answer all of you in the previous answer to the woman who wants to fuck like an animal, I gave you a visualization of that. The woman who wants to fuck like an animal will take you directly into the fire and she will send you, she will send the fireworks. Short term fireworks is her game, but she will not be there. X, Y, Z. She will not do X, Y, Z afterwards. T what I'm missing from you and also will no one's put it in yet. What I'm missing for, what I'm missing is not only what she, what is it about her energy, what is it about uh, where she is in life and all that. You guys have nailed that quite well. But what no one gave me in the previous answer is what she can't do, not able to do, or what in post is able to do. In the previous example, it was about what she's not able to do. In this example, it is what she's able to do once. But actually, no, it goes both ways because remember the two women are not one in the same they each possess what the other does not have and can give what the other does not have so there's there's multiple levels to the answers to these questions you guys are currently only operating on one level in the previous answer you all operated on the level of her sexual actually branded kind of almost but no I didn't no one got there no one got there with what she was not going to give you after the fireworks so yeah yeah, I like your answer, T. It's very tasty, just not 100000 any tasty. Okay, moving on here. Jay New comes in saying, self-acceptance, that's what she matches you in, in terms of energy. Yeah, yeah, I like that as well, Che. That's very similar to, on the same operation of T. Both good answers. Uh, Jay New says, confidence for the C word, self-confidence. Nah, a woman who's in self-discovery mode is still self-confident. Actually, she's very confident if she's going to be giving you a straight 10 roasted macadamia sexual experience. Uh, She's definitely very self-confident, but no, we're looking for self-creation. Davo, David, uh, I see you're putting in a lot of very... uh, Interesting details, but they're not quite uh, relevant to what we're talking about right now. So if you could please just stay focused in the chat because it helps me when I'm reading through the chat to not have to scroll so much so I can keep the podcast flowing. Please just keep your entries in the chat relevant to what we're talking about right now if you're answering the questions, primarily only if you're answering the questions, okay? Thanks for that. Brandon comes in to say, she has a more cool energy. She's looking for a long-term relationship and is perhaps looking to start a family with a lover. Okay, Brandon gives us a little more specifics in terms of the woman that you want to raise your child. Brandon, coming off his previous answer, giving me another reflection in terms of energy. Cool, cool energy. Brandon, you're the only one who's given me the visualizations I'm looking for, which is why you're, you seem to be quite tapped into this particular question because I kept referencing fire, fireworks, send it, short-term, long-term, and you really give me the, uh, the, the feeling of it, which is good. So Brandon says she has a more cool energy. Definitely. The woman who you want to raise your child is definitely not of the same firebird nature. She's not that fire nature. She's definitely much more cooler. Brandon goes on to say, she's looking for a long-term relationship and is perhaps looking to start a family with her lover. Agreed and agreed. Brandon, the only thing you're missing there is what you were missing on the end of your last answer, which was still 100,000 cent the answer, Uh, but where you should be, able, you guys should be able to get this because I already went through it last time. If, if this is what I'm looking for here, guys, because you're all been on point in terms of what describes the energy and the life scape of the woman who wants to raise your child. What I'm looking for is, what will she do for you around the fire? But also, none of you... I mean, you would also have to describe to me what she can't do for you. That would help you with the thought process. But what I'm more looking for here is, if the woman that you want to fuck like an animal wants to fuck you like an animal can take you into the fireworks for a very short time period and just send it. But she will not be there afterwards. She will not be there. That kind of gives you the answer. (laughs) That just gives you the answer. Do you see what I'm saying? What's missing? So if you think about that and now come to the woman who wants to raise your child, what does she do around the fire? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, T comes in saying, oh, the aftercare. The emotional comforting and connecting. Here we go. The emotional comforting and connecting. The being there for you when you're down and making sure you're okay. Can't give you 100,000 zenny <laughs> because it didn't come first. It didn't come first. I was getting hyped on it because I've been looking for this answer. I was about to go into 100,000 zenny mode, but not because that answer did not come as an original off-the-bat answer, which is the hallmark of all 100,000 zenny. And T's been in these sessions long enough to know that. So he's not going to be salty about that. But if that answer had come immediately, then it would have been a 100,000 said answer. That was T's first answer at the bat and pretty early on as well. So T nails it. That's what I was looking for, my friends. When we think about the woman who you want to raise your children, yes, as Brandon said, cool and energy. Yes, looking to uh, get into a long-term relationship. And as we talked about before, we're looking at self-creation with Will. We're looking at getting into self-creation mode. I'm still looking for Will's answer on what self-creation means. Actually, I think I accidentally skipped that. We'll get back to that in a second. Thank you. Sorry, my apologies, Will. Yeah, I did actually skip that. Uh, we'll get back to it. But anyways, putting those to the side, what I was actually looking for is there's something that she provides you that the woman who you want to fuck like an animal never will, never will, doesn't want to, never will. T comes in finally saying, the aftercare, the emotional comforting and connecting, the being there for you when you're down and making sure you're okay. Yes. What is that in the visualization though, T? T, if you would give that to me in the visualization as well, finish that sentence with the visualization, I probably would have given you 100,000 Zeddy for it. Which is that the way that sentence needs to end is, aka, i.e., she'll hug you around the campfire. Campfire. She'll be there for you. She'll sit there and provide the long-term warmth. She'll provide the long-term warmth around the campfire. While she not necessarily most likely, almost definitely, will not provide you the fireworks within the depths of the flames that most human beings crave to a certain degree, which we'll discuss later on, if not willingly or consciously aware of it yet. But she will not provide the fireworks that the woman who wants to fuck like an animal will. However, what she will provide is the long-term warmth. The other woman won't be there when the fireworks are over. This woman most likely won't be able to provide you with the fireworks, yet will sit with you around the campfire. Will be there with the rug arms around arms, heart with the heart and show you that aftercare as Tia said there. What I was looking for is long something that would give you the long term. The long term warmth versus the short term fireworks is really the separation between these two women. Okay. 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 Yosha. If you guys are enjoying the session drop a thumbs up on the video down below and stay engaged. This is getting good. It's getting good. You guys are doing very well. You guys are doing very well compared to last week and actually just in general you're doing very well. The last week was tough. You guys fucked hard last week. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I accidentally skipped Will's answer before. Sorry. It's because, Will, your profile picture and Brandon Cam's profile pictures are almost identical. They are the exact same color profile. Your heads are almost in exactly the same position. Your background is the same. Like from a distance, from the distance I'm looking at. It's like, because they're small images. That's why I accidentally skipped it. Brandon and Will answer next to each other it's a shit show (laughs) Uh, okay so I asked Will about what is self-creation because Will had given a really good answer before in terms of he thinks the woman who you want to raise your children is just the woman who knows herself very well she's out of self-discovery exploration and it's just there and she's more grounded and steady therefore she's more grounded and steady (coughs) I asked him about what the opposite would be. And I gave him a clue. He came in with self-creation. Bang on. But I wanted Will to explain, what does self-creation mode mean? If the woman who wants to fuck you like an animal is in self-discovery mode, and now we're in talking about the woman who wants to raise your children, she's in self-creation mode. What does that actually mean? Will comes in saying, self-creation as in she's now in control slash aware of her ego. And she crafts, creates her ego with intention Instead of her ego being the one influencing her. <laughs> Will using some concepts from our previous session together. Okay. Okay. I love it, Will. I love that you're using stuff that we worked on one-to-one together. That's brilliant. Because, of course, many other people are not operating on that level. So, we won't have to explain what that means. But I know you know what I know what that means. So, well done. That's That's good shit. Okay. So, let's reiterate that self will thinks self-creation mode means this as in she's now control aware of her ego and she crafts creates her ego with intention instead of her ego being the one influencing her so will anyone else listening to that answer it's just going to go except my other clients my other clients who have been through the world of the cities and the world of the trees and understand how to use the beast the ego and access the true nature of reality they will get what you're saying but that's a very small collection of people most people are not going to understand what you mean there so let me flesh out what we will saying now I won't, I won't let him because you're on point will you're definitely on point that's definitely what self-creation mode is but let me make it more tactical let me bring a face to it that's what i would have liked you to have done anyway to help everyone else but i know you're talking to me so what will is effectively describing there is that when a woman is in self-creation mode she's taking the she's taking control not only of her life but of the life that wishes she wishes to design of herself, that she's no longer playing slave, she's no longer playing she's no longer playing cogs, that she is dictator, rider, master, not only of herself but of her life. And so that when she's in self creation mode, the reason why that woman is going to be the woman that you want to raise your children is because now as a part of self creation, when you enter self creation mode, it's no longer just about yourself anymore. You're not in the ego-deriven mode of that just take, 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 get, get, get. It's all for me. When you're in self-creation mode, it's self-creation because it's coming from a place in which that I take control, part of the self equation of that, but the creation part of that is that now I want to create for others. That's what happens when you wake up, when you leave the ego-deriven mode of that that's all there is, that it's just my ego and that's all there is. But when you go beyond that and you start to access the true nature of reality, as Will has said there, becoming control aware of your ego, and you dictate it now, as we discussed in our last session with Will, not that you guys were there, but between Will and I. Now, this woman who, she wants to, very simply, what does this all look like? She wants to create children. She wants to provide better for others. She wants to help guide others in their lives. On a very simple level, just the desire that she wants to have children is that she wants to do better for others. She wants to help others. This is the self-creation mode. That's what, And that's definitely the vibe, the energy that a woman's going to give you when you sense that, okay, she's definitely not the woman who just wants to fuck like an animal and that's all. But now, actually, no, she's the long-term warmth. And the long-term warmth is definitely going to be a self-creation energy. So, yeah, I had, I had to explain the specific detail there, but we'll definitely nail the macro of what self-creation is. So, well done, Will. Well done. Okay, see had come in next saying, She can provide the long-term warmth and sit by the campfire with you. Cam, I, didn't know, I don't know when you put that in, if you put that in before I said what I said or after, I don't know. If you did put it in before I said it, well done. If you didn't, then you just copied me. <laughs> That's all right. Either way, it's a good resonation. I give you the benefit of the doubt and just say that you put it in before me and say good job. Dave. <laughs> Dave, like I said, you're asking questions that are not relevant. I'm just not going to read them out, bro. Save relevant... Those open questions can come to later when we're in open QA, but we're focused on this topic, okay? Mr. Zhu comes in saying, not a long answer, but a girl who brings the. What? Where's your grammar, Nick? Okay. Mr. Zhu says, not a long answer, but a girl. I think he means uh, not a girl, but a girl who who brings the melatonin effect at night when we are both in bed. That's the one for me take the stress off the everyday life and brings me a calm place. So yes, yes, Mr. Zoo, you're making a very personal to you. Not, I mean, very specific to you, but no less true. I definitely agree with you. That definitely sums up the cool energy that Brandon was talking about. Uh, not only the cool energy, but also what she provides in the long term, uh, which is that aftercare is tucking me said as well. So that's a nice, uh, nice story there. Kind of shifted levels there. Interesting that you went with that perspective, the one-to-one perspective. Most people are answering in third perspective here. So not that that's, you can't answer in first perspective, it's just that I have to shift my mind when reading it. Definitely correct though. Well done. C. Cansan comes in saying, "Lol, you skipped my answer about the warmth. Now I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> I see it. Uh, Iran comes in saying, a woman who will be able to nature both of you. I think he means nurture. Or do you mean nature? Are you trying to be next level and say nature? Let me me just read it the way you wrote it. He said, a woman who will be able to nature both of you and the family you both bring into the world. Nah, he definitely means nurture. All right, so I think, Aaron, you just got your English mixed up there. Nature is literally the opposite of nurture, which is what you've actually explained. To bring your family into the world and be there for both you and the family in the world, that's a nurturing vibe, not a nature vibe. And nature would be the opposite. Nurture is the woman that you want raising your children. Nature is the woman that you want to fuck like an animal. So that's a very, that's a bad typo. (laughs) That's a bad typo, but I get what you're saying. Uh, I like that you brought it in anyway. He then went on to say, prioritizes stability and rises above impulse. Yes, yes, all right, now you're there. And he goes on to say, this translates to an energy of balance and neutrality, etc. Yo, that's a very good answer, Aron. I wish you had come in with this answer way earlier. If you would come in with that answer at the beginning, that's a 100,000 zenny answer, if you didn't have the grammatical error of nature instead of nurture. If his answer had read, a woman who will be able to nurture both of you and the family you both bring into the world, prioritizes stability and rises above impulse, translates to an energy of balance and neutrality, that's a fucking 100,000 zenny answer, yet it can't be because not only did it come way too late, which means he's had the ability to read other people's answers, but also... That there was a grammatical error that was a big boo-boo in terms of nature instead of nurture. So Aram, though, that's a really good answer. It's a very good answer, just not 100,000 zenny. any. I love what you have said there, particularly because of the conciseness. You talked about the energy balance. You talked about the neutrality. You talked about something about rising above impulse, which no one has really brought in yet. No one's brought in the emotional instability that comes from a woman who's just, just stuffed that cock in my ass, fucked me like an animal that's there's going to be a lot of emotional instability there but with the woman who's just like put your shield on put your shield on put your shield on pull your bootstraps up and get out to war i'll take care of the kids there's going to be extreme emotional balance there so iran you've done iran i love that you've come in here but also that the fact that we're in a session i shouldn't have even read out your answer because you don't have a profile picture in these sessions are on, you must have a profile picture. I'll give you one warning. I'll give you one warning. That's the new system. In your next answer, I will not read out your answer if you do not have a profile picture. So go to Gmail, update a profile picture, preferably your actual face. If you're not confident enough, at least an avatar of something that would look very similar to your face. Uh, and then you'll be in this session, okay? So you get one warning though. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> okay. And literally, the next answer is from someone who doesn't have a username. Mm. Sorry, that doesn't have a profile picture. So as I just said, and he knows he has to have a profile picture. So I'm not reading out that answer, bro. You've got to have a profile picture. If I'm here putting my face out for you guys, the least you could do is respect it back by putting a profile picture in your own, uh, in your own engagement here. I can't see you guys. But it doesn't matter because we've got some really shithole good answers. and We're going to move on anyway. Okay, <laughs> Nick comes insane saying with one hand. I'll see you later, boys. Okay, have a good day, my friend. Let's move on here. So, what was I... Uh, no, we eventually got it all. Did we get it all? You guys eventually get through it? You got through long-term versus short-term? Yeah, who is she? Yep. Reluctant tentative? Yep. All night long? Yep. Okay, let's summarize it then. Let's summarize this session. Uh, this part of the podcast. All I was questioning you guys on was the difference between the really the two separations in women that we're going to meet. Now, again, it's actually the two separations in people. It, it could be applied to men just as well as women, just that the people who are live here in the chat are mostly men. So examples are directed towards them. Makes them more fluent. But with that aside, the two different, the two different archetypes you're going to see is the woman who wants to fuck like an absolute animal, wants you to fuck her like an absolute animal, wants to fuck you like an absolute animal. What have we learned about her? Fire in nature, emotionally unstable, uh, lacking structure in life, but actually prefers that. Is in self-discovery mode. Is looking to explore herself, explore others in relation to her, discover herself in relation to others through the uh, probably the greatest expression, the greatest modality of learning from physical, not only physical but mental but spiritual level of sexual intimacy of another human being. Amazing. Nothing. It's she's she's not to be derided. She's not to be disrespected. I respect any woman who's in that stage of their life because all women do go through that stage of life. It just depends on the extent to which they will explore that sexual appetite of the woman you want to fuck like an animal. Then we have the complete opposite. And also, actually, before we finish that, in the visualization of the fire, she will take you into the fire and will send the fireworks, give you an experience that is 10 out of 10 and just melt you down. However, she will not be there in post. She will not be there to take care of you. She will not care for you afterwards. Doesn't want any of that. There's no, there's no, it's a cold paint. There's no warmth on the end of it. Fireworks for a very short period with a girl you just want to fuck like an animal, yet will not provide any warmth afterwards. Can really fuck with guys. Can really fuck with you. Because, uh, maybe we'll get to that later. Maybe that'll be a good question later. Why that fucks with guys so much? Because you guys think that's what they want, yeah? Guys think they want To just be with women who are in that stage of life. Self-discovery, just the woman you just want to fuck like an animal. However, there's something not quite there on the end that all men crave. All men crave whether they're willing to admit it or not. They all crave a warmth on the end of the firework. Get to that later. Not quite there yet. What have we then explained afterwards? we Have just worked through? The complete opposite. The complete opposite archetype. The woman that you actually want to raise your children, when you get sent out to fight the invading hordes, when they are at your village, you have to strap up that shield and you have to pull that blade and sharpen it up. She's going to be the one to take care of your kids when she knows you're not going to come home most likely. You build that relationship together. What's her nature? She's cold. That's so cold. She's cool in energy. She's emotionally stable in her life scape. She's no longer in self-discovery, but she's in self-creation. She's in self-creation mode, which means that she's taken control of her ego. She masters it. She rides it. And now that she actually wants to do better for others and create for others, create children, create better for the world, create better for you and her. That's what she's in. She's going to not provide necessarily the same level of firework, sexual stimulation that maybe she once did. We'll get to that later. But that maybe another woman could in the fuck like an animal stage. However, what she will provide more so than anything else is that long-term warmth she won't give you the fireworks, but she will be around the campfire. She will care for you afterwards. There will be an emotional care for you afterwards with a woman in that stage, which is why you want that woman in that stage. But there's something she lacks, something she has. The other woman, something she lacks, something she has. It's quite the conundranium, which I believe is not a word, but I'm starting to use it as one. Well. Okay, so we've got our heads wrapped around that. Everyone, take a slight, Take a take a little moment. Breathe. Get some water. We're going to move to the next stage of the podcast. And if you are enjoying this podcast, drop a thumbs up down below. Help us support the channel. We're rolling on. We've got, one, got 100,000 zany answer from Brandon Cam. And a lot of very good answers from everyone else. So let's move on to the next section. Hmm. <clears throat> Here comes a very difficult question. Now that we're deep in the session, difficulty is going to start to rise. So now that we've I said it was foundational to explain the two archetypes of women, and it's definitely a spectrum. It's not that you just every you have like this 50-50 split, that a girl is either fuck me like an absolute animal or I want to raise your children. This, no, there's just the polar ends of the spectrum. The spectrum and the scale of sexual energy. You can just refer to this as the spectrum of sexual energy. Now that you understand the two far ends and the two polar ends... The next inevitable question is: Is it possible to get the best of both? Eh? Is it possible? Eh? Is it possible to get and find a woman or partner, man? Is it possible to find someone who can both send the fireworks of short-term self-discovery? Fuck me like an animal while also providing the aftercare, emotional support, long-term warmth of self-creation mode on the back end. That's the next question that is inevitably going to pop up because it's like we've, we've discussed, the pro, discussed the pros and cons of each and maybe we can get a little bit deeper as to what stage of life you're in and what you would want. But really the next question is, is it possible? That's the next class question. Is it possible? Now, with this question... There is, there is a, there are levels to this question in terms of the answers you could give me. The low-hanging fruit, uh, ah, the low-hanging fruit's not even an easy, the low-hanging fruit answer to this question is not even easy. This is a very difficult question, but it's very open. I'm just looking at my notes here, it's very open. There's a general answer that would be correct there is a nuanced answer that's even more correct. That's all I'll say. To the question of, is it possible to find a woman who has the, on the scale, of, on the scale and spectrum of sexual energy, has that filthy, filthy, firework sended nature of just fuck me in the ass in the public swimming pool, come in my face all day, baby. That, while also, I'll be there, raise your children. I'll take care of you when your mother passes away. I'll be there for you when you lose your job and when all your friends back stab you on the back. Is it possible, is the question, to get both of those elements in one person? Now, the reason why this is the next inevitable question is because I actually said before that these are not one and the same. I've been saying throughout this entire podcast, the woman that you want to fuck like an animal and the woman that you want to raise your children are two different women. It's very rare to find... Both elements in one being. Yet, I kept saying during that, but there is a nuance. There is a nuance, which is why we're here now. So that we've done the groundwork, we've explained what it all is, everyone's got a good wrap around what it is, now we need to elevate ourselves, and now we need to start to think about, well, well, is it possible, if there was a way, if there was some way, because it's not a... While we've discussed the generalities, we need to get a little bit deeper, more specific here. Because if I'm asking the question, then you know there's something to it. I would not ask the question just as a fun thought exercise. I would not just ask it without there being real tangible effect to it. There's a reason why I'm asking you, is it possible to get the short-term fireworks of extremely filthy sexual energy with the long-term warmth of balanced, calm, caring sexual energy from a woman who wants to raise your children? Please give me an answer to this in the chat and uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. This Is a very difficult question, I get it. It's a very difficult question. Like I said, the low okay, the low hanging fruit to this question is general is a general answer. The top level answer is extremely nuanced. So for some of you who are more advanced, have a moment and think about if Adams telling me that the 100,000 is any answer to this question is not going to be in the generalities. It's going to be very nuanced. It's going to be a super nuanced answer then that should... it. I almost want to give you a clue. It's that hard of a question. How about this? I'll see what the first couple of responses are. If you guys are just so far off, I'll give you a clue. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to blues clue you too quick. Because we might get a Brandon Kem answer like we did last time where it's just fucking money off the bat, fucking Zenny off the bat. I wouldn't want to rob any of you of that. Okay. Going back up. Will comes in saying, got to go. I'll finish the rest in post. Thanks, Adam. Hey, good to have you, Willow. And I uh, look forward to speaking with you soon, bro. Ciao. Yeah. Iran comes in. Hey, Iran comes in. Update the profile picture. Say, profile photo as requested. Soz for the typo. Too late. Oh, it's late in the UK. Dude, it is late in the UK. It's probably like one in the morning for you. So I appreciate you being here late. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... Actually, it depends on your sleep, your sleep cycle. But... Just the fact that you're here. I appreciate it, Iran. And I'll see your last question. Your last answer was really good. Okay. T has come in with some stuff, but it doesn't seem to be relevant to right now. He does. He's coming with the first answer to this question. Okay. The first swing at this very difficult question of, is it possible to get both elements of the sexual energy spectrum, both polarities in one person, sexually filthy with also sexually caring? Is it possible to get both? T comes in to say, I think it is be possible. I think it'd be possible, I think he means. I've had one relationship with a girl who had elements of both very strongly. But I don't have much depth or nuance to add here. So while that's definitely not an answer, all T is saying is that he's experienced it. So T, that is still valuable, even though it's not an answer. Because like I said, It just adds more ammunition to what I said before, which is that I wouldn't be asking the question if it didn't have real tangible effect in the world. So what T's just done is just prove that, which is that he's actually experienced, and I'm sure a lot of you listening get me on that. You might not be able to explain it, but you at least get me that you probably experienced a woman. Maybe, maybe, but maybe T's T's actually not explaining it He's just using, doing his best to find a relation point within his life, but it's not actually to what we're talking about. I don't know yet because we haven't described it yet. He'll find out later. But he's saying he's experienced an element who had elements of both sexually filthy nature with se- sexually caring as well. So okay, it's good. Thank you for voicing that, T. I appreciate that. Definitely not an answer though. So answer to the question of well, next question, uh, the next answer I should say comes from Eric, who says. I think so, but not the same. Not at the same time. He goes. I think so, but not at the same time. If you have a relationship with a woman at the beginning, can be all fireworks. But then, if you bring stability to her life over time, then she can grow to create. Yes. Yes. Not a hundred thousand zenny, but yes. Eric, you gave me the standard answer. You gave me the standardized uh, answer that I would expect that would give you full marks. That's definitely a great answer. Wait, but hang on. What about what you said at the same? No, no. no. Okay, if the, the rest of your answer is a correct answer. The beginning is not. So actually, maybe that doesn't make it a great answer then. Because when Eric says, I think so, but not at the same time. That literally defeats the purpose of the question because the reason why I'm asking the question alludes to the fact that it could be at the same time. It's just that there's very much a nuance to it. So incorrect there. It definitely can happen at the same time. It's just you're going to need some thought. You're going to need to work through it. But what you go on to say after that is what I liked a lot. When you say if you have a relationship with a woman at the beginning, it can be all fireworks. But then if you bring stability to her life over time, she can grow to create. So Eric, what you're missing there is a word that starts with T or L. L. T or L that would describe what you're missing there, which is why you think it can't happen at the same time, but your explanation actually describes how it can happen at the same time. So it's like you're contradicting yourself within your own answer. Okay. That's all right. You got work to do. Not bad. Not bad. It's a very difficult question. I know. So I'm giving you guys a little more leeway with this. Jay New comes in to say, if we're speaking theoretical, it should be possible over a longer time frame. Like if you separately go on your own journeys, Post-initial fire, come back to nurture each other post-self-creation. That's an angle. That's a 45-degree angle I was not expecting. I was expecting the 12 o'clock. I was expecting 12 o'clock. So what Jay's giving me there is like a 3 o'clock. So what I'm saying there, Jay, is that yes, as a subsidiary, I definitely agree with you that if two people met, what JNU was saying is that if two people met and they were both in the same stages of life of self-discovery mode, which is just fuck me like an animal mode of the spectrum of sexual energy. But then for whatever reason separated and sometime later in life came back when they were both in self-creation mode and wanted to come together and grow and create something together, nurture each other in Jay's words in post-self-creation. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that yet your, it can have. It doesn't have to be over a longer time frame that has a break in it. That's where. That's why I think you messed up there a little bit, Jay. You've almost ruled yourself. You've created a rule that doesn't exist. It can definitely happen from the inception of a relationship and moving through it. And I've almost given you the answer there. So. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> if you didn't pick up on the answer after what I just said, then you need to wake up. Okay, so but not—it's like a—it's—it it's, can definitely happen the way that Jay said, but it can happen sooner than that. See, Cam comes in saying yes if she knows herself and understands that she's likely that, uh, that she likes to be sexually adventurous. Not quite, see, Cam, because what all you're describing there, Cam. Is that is why is only one half of the pie? You're only describing their her sexual filthy nature. You're not describing how she could also provide the sexually caring nature. Yeah, I need more than that. I need a lot more than that. Jay New comes in to say it's the contradiction of the moment and the future coexisting, but it's hard for people to know that as that as, as the same. Okay, I think he's referencing his own answer. There, we moved on beyond that though. See, so Cameron comes in to say, so she's been through discovery and in the self-acceptance and confidence of her own creation phase, she enjoys maintaining an element of that spice of discovery most sexually. Okay, okay, Cameron. All right, here we go. Now when we get into somewhere, now Cameron is starting to tap into the nuanced level of the answer. It's not done, it's not perfect It's not perfect, Cameron. It's not 100,000 zenny, but it's very good. You're the first person who stepped beyond the standardized answer to now the nuanced answer, like low-hanging fruit, to now top-level answer. This is the entry point. We're entering the top of this answer here, Cameron. However, I'm going to pause you there because Iran has come in and Iran had some good shit to say before, us. I want to see what he's got. And if he can't take us any further than Cameron, we're going with Cameron and we're going to push it beyond that. But yeah, we'll come back to you in a second, Cameron. Iran comes in to say, to my question, what was the question? Now that we understand the polarities and the foundations of the two different archetypes of sexual spectrum, sexual energy spectrum, fuck me like an absolute animal, I'll, I'll be the one who raises your children. Between those two, is it possible to find it in a combo of one person at one time? Haven't really got a money answer yet. Cameron has taken us into Zenny Not full though. Iran comes in with the next answer saying, perhaps only possible with a woman in extreme abundance, willing to go with the flow of erratic sexual energy and commit to novelty, but stays somewhat centered, guided towards a higher priority. You, Iran, you, and Cameron are fist bumping in the second and last back row. Cameron and Iran are on the same wavelength here. You've both done the same thing. You haven't, neither of you have given me 100,000 Zenny. Neither of you have hit it on the money, but you're both very close. Let me just see what Iran said again. Willing to go with the full of erratic sexual energy, commit to novelty, but stay somewhat centered, guided towards a high priority. Iran is probably even closer. No, it's like Iran and Cameron are missing what each other gave. If I could put both of their answers together, that's a 100,000 Zenny answer. But you would have to know what Cameron's missing and what Iran's missing, and what each other has to give each other to get that 100000 any answer. So you couldn't... That's why it's, it's quite a difficult... It's a difficult answer to get. But Iran and Cameron are getting leaderboard here. Getting leaderboard for sure. Let's see what Brandon has to say. Brandon comes in to say, I think it's possible if you can hold her and help her facilitate her self-discovery, create the adventure she is looking for, and build trust for her to start moving... Into a more grounded relationship. If you can hold her and help facilitate the self discovery. So, what Brandon's saying there is to provide space and entertain her sexually filthy nature and discovery mode. Be there for that. That's what Brandon's saying. But then also build trust for her to start moving into a more grounded relationship. It's like it's a trio now. What we've got is a trio. What we've got is a trio. Cameron and Iran have hit the macro. Their two answers answer it macro together if you put them together. Brandon is the first one to give me a better micro of what it looks like tactically. Yet none of you have fully put it together. It's just that all of you now hearing it all together. It sounds like it, but it's really three different answers that are building a very good picture here. So you three are building a very good picture. Cameron comes in to say, finally, she's grounded enough that she can guide you into the storm as a deliberate adventure, then come back to sit by the fire. I think Cameron's going to get the top here. I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about this. I think I'm going to give it to Cameron. Even though none of you were 100% on, we need to pause it here. We will not pause it. We need to finish here and get, we've, we've had enough. We've had enough time to explore this. So, yeah, we'll go back to Cam. We'll go back to Cam. So, what was the question? Bring it back in here. Is it possible to find both ends of the polarity of sexual energy, filthy sexual animal, to providing care, raising my children, into one person, find it in one woman or man at the same time? Staying with women, here is the example. The low-hanging fruit answer to this question would be a huge no with a small yes. Big no Small yes. What does that mean? If any of you had said, big no, because they are literally the definition of the opposite of each other. They are literally the polar opposite of each other. So in general, because of a concept known as the HSP, which is one of my concepts called the habitual state paradigm, whatever you spend most of your time doing determines how you feel most of the time. Putting aside the ability to even perform one or the other, sexual animal or sexual caring, the desire to do so likely would not be there. The reason why it's so rare to find both elements in one person is because the desire to be a sexual animal and in totality or to be sexually caring in totality is the literal opposite of each other and the desire to be one or the other is so counter to the other that the desire to do so because of the habitual state paradigm, let's give it an example here. The women that just say to you, listen, daddy, Shove it up my ass and f- come all over my face. That type of girl who desires that does not simultaneously desire afterwards. By the way, what are you thinking about the names of our kids? Should we go look at? Uh, should we go look at investment farms down in Tasmania? Hey, did you have a bad day today? Tell me about your day. Tell me about. Tell me about what you're dealing with. Those she doesn't necessarily even have the ability to provide that long-term care and that warmth around the fire around the campfire and that sexual caring energy, but more so it's the desire because of what she spends most of her time doing. If she spends most of her time having loads blown on her face out there in the public swimming ball, swimming pool, having monster cocks shoved up her ass, it's the desire for her to be the emotionally caring long-term warmth, it's just, it's not there because she doesn't spend her time doing it. Probably wouldn't be very good at it either because she doesn't spend her time doing it. So that's why I say big no. If any of you had given me the straight answer. Now, I i kind of loaded you guys at the beginning by saying there's a nuanced answer, which is the best, which goes beyond generalities. Yet, so none of you went to what I'm saying. This is why we haven't heard in the answers anything of what I'm saying right now, because you all stepped up. You all went up to the next level, the nuanced level, which is what all I could dream of. It's all I could fucking dream of in social QA that you would all attempt to answer with the highest level, nuanced, advanced level. That's why I love. You've all done great here. Yet there's probably a lot of people who actually went with the standard or the low-hanging fruit answer, which is big no, small yes. Big no, because of she doesn't desire it. They're not going to desire the opposite polarities. They're probably not very good at it. But I said small yes. I said small yes. The small yes to being able to find a woman who would. One of you hit it as well, actually, accidentally in your answer. What? Who was it? One of you got it. Was it Jay? No, it was the person before Jay. Eric, Eric. It was Eric who had hit the small yes. So Eric had said, If you have a relationship with a woman at the beginning can be all fireworks, but then if you bring stability to her life over time, she can grow to create. Eric, I said that there was two words you were missing. One that started with T, one that started with L. If you had given me any of those two words, it would have helped polish up your answer for the general answer, which is the small yes, that you could find a woman who's sexually animal in nature of energy. That would also be able to provide you the complete opposite energy of sexually caring in limit, in transition, in limit, in transition. Those are the two words I'm looking for. You. That's why I said your answer was good, but it contradicted itself because at the time, because you said not at the same time. If you, as a general answer, that it goes well beyond this, but we're just polishing this up just so everyone's on the same board. That generally speaking, no. However, if you find a woman who's a sexual animal at the beginning, in transition throughout your relationship together over time in transit and for a limited period of time, typically six to 12 months. You can experience both. You can experience a woman's extreme fireworks while also feeling some of her long-term warmth on the back end. For a limited time in transition. That's what I mean by big no, small yes. You have to find a woman who's in that current stage of development. Now, what are we really describing there? What we're really describing is a woman who is on the cusp transition between self discovery and self-creation. She's in that, that crossing over stage, which is why it's pretty rare actually to hit someone who's at that very stage in life where they have done with loads on their face and rim jobs and fucking giving you a hand job under the table at Christmas, that she's had enough of that and now is starting to move towards her self-creation mode and long-term warmth to hit her in that transition where she wants to kind of get a little of both. Limited time in transition. That's why, but generally speaking, no. Generally speaking, no. Most of the time, you're going to find someone who's just absolute sweetheart, absolute cool energy, just going to give you all the care, all the warmth, that's it, and is actually very poor. Those girls are very poor at providing the sexual stimulation of just fucking raw animalistic energy. Very poor at it. And it creates a lot of issues sexually in the bedroom, one-to-one, between you and her. On a very, not just like tactical level but on a very spiritual level because it's like I want this woman to raise my children yet she just doesn't turn me on yet when I see this other girl she's filthy absolutely filthy roasting macadamia right it's like I was in I was in fucking uni lecture the other day and I get a DM from her on Instagram and I open it up and it's her just fucking squirting all over the screen it's like what and it's like that girl turns me on so much yet she gives me no love I get no care from her I get Zero warmth from her on the back end. It fucks with me because while, yes, the sex between us is amazing, I feel no deep connection to her and I don't see a long term future of her. She is very poor at providing long term warmth, yet yeah, it gives you that extreme turn on. Fuck me. Fuck me. What to do? What do you guys now, if we say, if you stay at the same level we've been at? Now it's like, well, what can a man do? What can a gangster do out here on these hard streets? Do I just have to keep searching for someone who's in the transitionary period because I'm looking for that? Not quite. There's a nuanced answer. There's a nuanced answer. That was just covering the basic general answer. Big no, small yes. I hope you guys can understand that. Now let's step it up a level. Step it up a hot second. So Cameron, Iran, and... And Brandon, Cameron, Iran, and Brandon had come in with three answers that were really close. You guys were really close. That's what makes me really happy to the nuanced answer of that. Well, if we throw away everything Adam just said about big no, small yes to the question of can you find a sexual animal with sexually caring energy nature in both, in one? Generally speaking, no, but there is a situation which in transition, yes, small, very rare, but actually- there's one more nuance above it that would override everything I just said. Cameron, Aran, and, and uh, Brandon had come in as a trio to answer very well together, just neither one individually. Cameron did the best, though, of all three, because he used one key word, maintaining. Cameron used maintaining. Let's go back to his answer. He'd initially said, yes, if she knows herself and understands that she likes to be sexually adventurous. So he's speaking to her sexual her ability to send the fireworks and the animal nature. He then went on to say, so she's been through discovery, self-discovery, and in the self-acceptance and confidence of her creation phase, she enjoys maintaining an element of that spice, of discovery most actually, Cameron, the reason why you get... It's still not perfect, but the reason why you answered this the best is because of the one word maintaining and then the follow on of the element of the spice sexually from the discovery mode. My friends, this was not just a mental masturbation exercise. It is possible to find a woman or a person who maintains their sexually animalistic energy that, yes, they want you to come over their face. They want want you to stick up their ass. They want you to just do the filthiest, dirtiest things you could ever imagine uh, in public. Things that the police would even be like, "Are are are you sure you're okay with that? And she'd be like, I'm sure. You can find that with, on the back end, the warmth and care that this woman would be there for your children when you have to ride into the face of several hundred thousand warriors that were going to pillage and rape your village. But she'll be there for your children. It is possible to find both in one. If, as Cameron said, if that person has the result of going through their self-discovery mode, of exploring their sexual energy, learning what it means to relate sexually between themselves and others, if they maintained that desire and that energy through their growth and development into self-creation, what do most people do with their sexual energy? What most people do with their sexual energy is that, I said before at the beginning of the podcast, it never regresses. It only either progresses or maintains. No one finds that they like getting sucked off in the movie theaters, <laughs> in the cinemas, and then goes after that and says, yeah, I probably won't do that again. If you found out you liked it once, you like it. It would only progress from there. It would only get even raw and sexier from there. But at a minimum, it stays there. However, what most people do as they go out through their lives sexually is that, yes, while they may, let's say 13, 14 years old to mid-20s, is often the scape of sexual discovery and sexual and self-discovery, particularly sexually. though, And they will push their revs as far as they can, as far as their conscience will let them as far as their society and friends and family will say is acceptable and the people that they've been willing to get engaged with and the people, yeah, they push it to a certain level and then they keep it there by the end of their twenties, likely will never progress it even further. We'll kind of just keep it there. However, that's not where human development stops. They've still got another 50, 60, 70 years to live depending on how healthy they are after that. So, what comes down to it after that point is do they take that sexual energy wherever they got to and take it along for the ride of the rest of their development most people don't keep developing though and this is where the problem lies the reason why it's so hard to find someone who has both elements is because most people stop developing they don't in the back end of or the post end of their sexual discovery go okay now I need to grow in other ways now I need to learn what it would mean to become a self-creator now I need to learn what it would mean to provide better for others and to take control of my ego and ride this beast they don't start to look at their journeys throughout life as self-dictated generally speaking what happens to most human beings is that they go through our life they let their sexual energy die their appetite it always remains. You always have the same appetite, yet they let their sexual energy die and at the same time stop developing. So it's very hard to find the combo of both together. But in the when Cameron said, so she's been through self-discovery and in the self-acceptance and confidence of her creation phase, she enjoys maintaining an element of that spice of discovery mode sexually. Actually, uh, that was only the back end of your question. Uh your answer. The part, The first part was if she knows herself and understands that it like... That she likes to be sexually adventurous. If you guys can hold both items now and say, what would this woman look like? The woman who gives me the short-term fireworks, she sends the short-term fireworks, which is the filthiest of sexual energy you could ever imagine. Yet at the same time afterwards, is so emotionally caring for me. She wants to have a family with me. She wants to be there for my children. She's the woman I want to raise my children. She'll take me into the fire, but she'll be there afterwards to sit around the campfire with me. The highly nuanced answer to this lies in maintenance of both elements. That not only do I maintain the sexual energy and sexual appetite that I once had, I don't let that die, as most humans do. Most humans let their sexual energy die at a certain age. They just relegate themselves to the world of, I'm just too old for that now. I'm too old to have, to have guys coming on my face. I'm too old to fucking have a guy take me to the back of the movie theaters and just shove that cock up my pussy. That, that's that's nah, that me back in the day. It's back in the day. Most people let their sexual energy die, their sexual exploration die. They don't keep developing. If you can maintain that, find someone who maintains that desire, not only to want to be in that, but to progress through that. At the same time, wants to develop on the complete other end so that in time, as a result of their growth, they never lost either element. If you can sense the core of what I'm saying here, my friends, loss. Loss and maintenance, which ones are going to be? If you lose either, this is why you do see the complete opposite. We're talking about moving from one end of the scale to the other. Happens the other way as well. You see some girls that never leave self-discovery mode. They only stay in fuck me like an animal stage and never transition into learning and developing self-creation and to be able to take care of a family, take care of a man emotionally, psychologically, be there for him in the post, be there for herself in the post. They, You see that with a lot of women as well into their 30s, 40s, 50s, and they're still, you know, they're taking loads to the face, but they aren't giving the hugs afterwards. It can go both ways. What was lost? What was never developed? I just never got that. I never got both of those from it. Cameron was just the closest. He was the closest in saying, maintaining an element of that spice of discovery mode sexually. Cameron, the only thing I was, the reason why it was so close, but the reason why I was missing for it, hopefully you can see now, is just how it goes both ways. You gave me moving from one end of the spectrum to the other and just making sure I'm not missing anything here. No, we've definitely got it. Just to develop, just to grow in both ways. Do not lose the desire for either. It's very hard to find someone who does that though. Let me give you an example here. Let's make this uh, real. Because remember, this podcast is real in terms of where the inception of it was from. There's uh, two women I'm dealing with right now that are literally the complete opposite of each other. That are literally what we're discussing right now. Got one girl who's... uh, no names, no names. But I need to give you an image. Nah, no, but then she'll know. <laughs> uh, let's just say she's she's young, eighteen to twenty-four. That that's loose enough. That's young enough for you guys to know, in the younger spectrum of that, and just a fucking animal. She's just an absolute fucking animal, but gives no love. Gives absolutely no love. And I said before, she's. Uh, She's wild, absolutely wild. Blows my fucking mind, melts me down, drains me of my bodily juices, says the filthiest things, does the filthiest things I've ever seen any woman do. And she's young as well. Blows my fucking mind. Yet there is no love on the back end. There is no emotional connection or warmth on the back end. Could never see her at this stage in her life raising my children or being there for me psychologically if I go through some tremendous event of death or anything else in life some destabilizing event in life she she's not that type of girl she's not that type of woman right now but at the same time she tells me that she wants to shove that perfect cock right up her ass you know there's that's what she can do and she does it very well she does it very well it's a different girl There's a different girl on the other end of the spectrum she's just that mother of mothers you know she's just that sweetheart of all sweethearts she's older m- much older than the other one on the back end of 20s and she's in self-creation mode. She's in oh, I'm trying to create, I'm trying to build here, trying to create life here. And she has so much love to give, has so much warmth to give. So caring, but at the same time, not nearly as sexually stimulating, not nearly as sexually stimulating as the younger girl I just described. In fact, to the same degree in which that, I really just don't get up for her. Like, and I, I don't just mean that physically. I can get up physically for her, but I mean that I don't get up spiritually for her in terms of our sexual dance because the fireworks aren't there. What am I describing here if we look at the final piece of this puzzle? What the other can't provide? And if we're looking at the end of the spectrum, what well, that girl is currently entering with her self-creation. She's not too far gone either. She's not that old. But... What a lot of women do is that when they enter the self-creation world and start to enter that, you know, they kind of see it as settling down, but I hate that. I hate, I hate it when women or anyone in general says, I'm going to settle down on my energy. Why would you ever settle down on your energy? Why let go of the adventure, the fun, the sexual spice and energy that made you who you were when you were younger, that gave you so much excitement, thrill, mystery, and adventure? Why would you ever let that go? Because you don't have to. You can transition if you maintain that through into a much more developed, stronger, more grounded, more centered, cooler natured energy for sure, but still maintain your ability to send the firework as you get older in life and provide both the ability to melt someone down sexually, but also provide them with the long-term emotional care. One girl I'm doing right now is letting go, letting that energy die. And so I'm not as sexually attracted, not as sexually stimulated. It's, just, it's a psych- very psychological thing. It's like her body still looks great. She's physically amazing. But her energy is not behind it. The energy is not there behind it. It is definitely possible though to find it. And I have not, this not literally in my life right now. But in previous, in years, years uh, previous, I've experienced typically older. It's very hard to find it in younger. In fact, almost by definition, you're not going to find it younger. It's possible. But let's say, mid-20s onwards, more so with the women that I've been with that are mid-30s to 40, that can provide both. That can provide both the sexual animal and also the sexually carry in one, the key determining factor of the nuance being that they never let the energy die. They never let the energy die simultaneously while developing and growing in terms of their uh, self-creation. And that's all it is, okay? So, hopefully that made sense to you guys. W comes in saying, would you say that it's not that easy to just sleep with a female because depending what she is like and what the bar you have set, that there's still a chance of her falling for you? Is there really a look? Couldn't you say they all have that and you just need to bring that trust to bring that fire out of it? I don't really understand what you're saying, W, at the beginning. what did you say it's not that easy to sleep with a female? Because depending what she is like, I don't know what you're saying there, mate. This doesn't even make, it's not even relevant to what we're talking about. The second part of what you say, W, couldn't you say that they all have that and you just need to bring that trust to bring that fire out of it? No, definitely not. And that's a very, that's a very male mindset. Oh, I've just got to bring the sexual fire out of her. If I was to take that mindset to one to this girl I spoke to before who's in mid-20s, absolute sweetheart, definitely could see her raising children, if not mine, someone's. She's got that sweetheart nature, that long-term caring energy. And if I was to take your mindset, W, of, oh, I just need to build the trust to bring that fire from a sexual animal out of her, no, nah, it's very egoic for you to say that. There's a reason why she let that fire die. A lot of girls don't realize this. A lot of guys don't realize this because it's often happening on a subconscious level, that they made decisions in the opposite direction. There's a reason why she doesn't sexually stimulate me and bring that dirty, filthy fire that maybe she once did younger, if she ever did, if she ever did, or that other girls definitely can. And want to. That's the key word there, W, is that it's not my desire, it's hers. Any woman has the potential to send the fireworks. Any woman has the potential to give you the straight 10 roasted macadamia, fucking light you up, do the dirtiest, filthiest shit. Any woman has the ability to do that, but do they desire it? Is that what they want? Not all women want or desire to both bring sexually animalistic energy with care and comfort on the back end. Not everyone wants that. Some people would, are more than content to just live their lives out being emotionally, sexually caring and being, the long, being that campfire blanket. Beam that campfire blanket. And that's just who they are. And, you know, maybe they'll have some missionary sex. Maybe they'll have, uh, maybe the furthest far, the they'll explore or, you know, there's a, a little bit of coconut oil here and there and that's about as much as they'll do, eh? And that's their lives. And that's, they wanted plain vanilla. They just wanted plain vanilla sex their entire lives. That's it. They prioritized just the kids and the soccer mom and the soccer van and doing all that. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. All I want to speak to here is that it does create issues when we talk about relationships and selecting for partners. Because eh, maybe pause that because we can get to the next session of the podcast. I just want to wrap that summary point of saying that, in general, you generally speaking cannot find a person who has both elements of sexually animalistic nature with sexually caring nature. Generally speaking, no, with a small yes. In limit, in transition, if they are in that stage of life where they're crossing over from self-discovery to self-creation, that is definitely possible. Even more nuanced, if you find someone who doesn't let either energy die and keeps developing with both of them over time, over the long escape of their lives and wants you to do the same as well, that's even more nuanced, even harder to find, but is certainly possible. And uh, definitely a treat when you experience that. It just so happens that when I experienced that for the first time, I wasn't ready for it. And now we're going to start to talk about the person who's right for you. That's the next stage of this podcast. Thank you very much for making it all the way through this session for your presence and for your attention. If you actually made it to the end, that's, that's incredible because these sessions are often minimum two hours and Hey, you're my kind of person. If you've got that kind of attention and commitment to your development, shit, <laughs> I get excited by that. So before you run off, let me just hear you with a couple of reminders. If you haven't signed up to the Bowl Sip weekly email, it's free. Bowldoja.com. Keep you updated over there. The best place to connect with me outside of these YouTube live sessions and podcasts is actually on Instagram at UiTang1, double O-I-Tang1. You guys can see all the behind the scenes. You can see I post a lot of fitness, health, all the artistic shit. If you watch the story, a lot of the meditations as well that I go through each day and each night. And uh, it's a great place to DM me directly with your personal context to give me feedback on different sessions, different parts of this, etc. So, at tang one on Instagram. I hope to see you there. I'd love to see you there. And of course, if you would like to help support the channel, you can donate directly through boldojo.com underneath the podcast section or at paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I Adamui. Anything that you guys donate is always super appreciated. And for those of you that would like to take your development to the very next level and make sure that you're on the right course doing the right things at the right time, well, one-on-one Skype coaching or the guided meditation internal energy, that's all available to you at boldojo.com. Listen guys, the birds outside are going haywire so I better wrap up this outro. It's the time of my life getting to go back and forth with you in these live sessions chopping it up getting to really know who you are. And so I thank you so much again and I look forward to seeing you in the next session. Truly. Wishing you the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.